are now tuned into Poppy Chulo Radio. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Feliz Navidad. Have a very Merry Christmas. Ho, 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 Merry Christmas to all. Hey, what about me? I'm the guy doing all the work. Ho, 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 ho. The following is a Poppy Chulo Radio original program. The views and opinions expressed in the commentaries and or interviews in the following program are solely those of the individuals and are not views of Poppy Chulo Radio, its parent, affiliate, or subsidiary companies. Welcome to Storybrooke. Welcome to the mid-season finale of Storybrook Weekly Mirror, the unofficial Once Upon a Time internet radio show, exclusively on poppychuloradio.com. Poppychulo Radio, pop culture on demand. Today is Monday, December 5th. 2016, and I'm your host, Jeffrey Aruz. During tonight's broadcast, we're going to recap, review, and dissect the latest episode of Once Upon a Time. Later on in the broadcast, get ready for a spoiler alert as we bring you the hit ABC series as casting scoops, spoilers, and ratings. Please welcome my co-host, Brittany Garcia. Hey, everyone! That was... Uh... It yeah. sounded like you, uh... I don't know what the fuck that was. You, I don't know. I you've been hitting the eggnog egg early. I was also gonna say, like, hey guys, I can't wait to talk about the episode, but I just think, just, like, my brain just shut off, and I was just like, hey! <laughs> <laughs> Too much cookie butter. Oh my god. Can we redo that? <laughs> if you would like, yes. <laughs> You're like, we were gonna redo that anyway, bitch. Like, hello? <laughs> Brittany okay. Garcia. Hi, everyone. Can't wait to talk about the episode. That was nice. Next up, <laughs> Katie. Hi, guys. I can't wait to talk about the episode with you. And Priscilla Rocha. Ooh, we got some juicy stuff to talk about today. Woo. Hey, everyone. All right, let's jump into our recap of Season 6, Episode 10, which was titled Wish You Were Here and aired December 4th, 2016. Here's the official synopsis of the episode. When she learns that our heroes possess a weapon capable of defeating her, the evil queen steals Aladdin's magic lamp from Jasmine and makes a wish that could sideline the savior forever. Unwilling to wake Snow while Emma is missing, David works with Hook and Henry to hold the evil queen at bay in Storybrooke as Regina goes on a rogue rescue mission. Meanwhile, Gold and Belle face a surprising danger to their newborn son. 
Alright everybody, I'm excited, so let's get into it. What was everyone's initial reaction to the episode? And we'll start off with Katie. Okay, well I I know there was a lot of mixed reactions about this episode. And I watched it later than everyone else. And so all these people were like, oh it sucked and I hated it. And I was like, oh crap. But then I watched it, and I was like, what are you talking about? I really liked it. I enjoyed it a lot. I thought it was great. I have opinions on Emma's characterization, uh, which we'll talk about later. But I really enjoyed it, and I thought it was a great time. My only complaint is I wish we would have seen more of the um, alternative u- alternate universe, which looks like we might be getting. So, uh I guess I don't have that to complain about then. But uh, I really enjoyed it, so I can't wait to talk about it in depth. All right now. So, Katie, meet one of the internet people you were just talking about. Brittany? (laughs) It was me! Oh, Brittany. I sent you all the hate. It's always Brittany. (laughs) (laughs) I know. When you least expect it, I hate it. No, I'm just kidding. I Okay, so I didn't really, not that I hated the episode, I had, I definitely had mixed feelings, um, I think I had expectations in my head coming into this episode, and none of them were, like, you know, just, none of them were there, none of them surpassed them, none of them met them, it felt, so, at the end of the episode, I felt really underwhelmed, I felt like, it was weird, I don't know, I don't know how to explain it, like, I guess my expectations ruined the... The experience of the episode for me. That's not to say the episode was bad. Because if I judge the episode itself. It was quite good. Um, But there were some things I guess I wanted more out of. Especially since I feel like 2016 has been the year of alternate universes. I feel like they didn't execute it that well. And for Once Upon a Time specifically. But um, we'll see when we start talking and stuff. I have a couple theories and uh, things to talk about. But... Overall, it was a good Once Upon a Time episode. The theme of it didn't really catch me. I was a little unhappy with some stuff, but still a good episode. Solid, I would say. But not a better mid-season finale than last year. Last year, I cried. This year, I felt not really anything. What was the mid-season finale last year? When Hook died, when she killed Hook. Oh my gosh, that's right. Yeah, this definitely was not at that caliber. Yeah. So much has (laughs) happened since then. Yeah, that's <laughs> <laughs> true. Okay, so we have someone who's really enthusiastic about it. We have someone who's kind of, would you say you're in the middle, Brittany? Yeah, like I, I, I agree that it is a good episode, but for me personally, I, I screwed myself over. <laughs> okay, so Brittany's screwing herself over. Yeah. Uh, Priscilla, where do you stand on the scale? <laughs> Like, I was watching it and just, like, for all of those people that fucking, like, were complaining about, like, oh, two seasons ago we got an alternate universe where Hook goes back with Swan. We don't want to see, like, Hook Swan, like, any of this shit. This was Swan Queen all over the places in mm-hmm. AU. And I loved it. I was here for it. <laughs> oh, <laughs> wow. Like, it was so great. I loved it. The ending was kind of, like, wah-wah. But, like... Most of the episode, I was my heart was a flutter. I loved it. All right. So it seems, Brittany, 
you're wrong. Because I thoroughly enjoyed the episode. I thought it was a lot of fun. I did not really... I didn't go in with high expectations, like, like you know, like, oh my god, I don't know what it's going to be like, but it's going to be this, it's going to be that, it's going to be that. I just sort of went in with with no expectations, because I did not want to be disappointed, and maybe that was the best way to go into it, because I thoroughly enjoyed everything that I saw, and even, and I know we've been sort of, like, hazing a bit, like, the Rumbell stuff, but I enjoyed me, like, the Rumbell stuff, and I enjoyed the alternate universe, and I enjoyed the present day stuff, and I, it was just, I, I thought it was a fun episode, and certainly a different type of uh, mid-season finale, I guess, than we've been used to, because usually the mid-season finale has been like the end of an arc, and this is just sort of like the middle of the arc. So maybe, I guess for me, th there wasn't sort of like that at the end, that sort of like, oh my gosh, what did I just see as far as like cliffhanger type stuff? Because I was like, okay, that's kind of expected because we need to continue the arc. But other than that, I, I thought it was a really strong and fun episode. So I'm excited to talk about it with all of you, except for maybe one. No, I'm just teasing Brittany. But, um, <laughs> oh no, oh, she, now she's going to cry. Aw, nah. Okay. No, I'm open to talk about this episode. I think a lot of good things happen, but you guys, you guys will find out why I, I had like really weird expectations and why I feel weird. But I'm okay. I'm excited. Maybe we'll we'll do like a civil war here, and maybe you'll sway some people to your wrong side, Brittany. No, I don't want to disappoint anyone. It's else. been known to happen with me. Like you guys, like either up or downgrade my score. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. Oh gosh. Brittany, don't talk as much. No, let me stop. <laughs> okay, before we get into a thorough recap of the latest episode of Once Upon a Time, here's our announcer with a few reminders on how you can interact with us. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash storybrookweeklymirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr. Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting gofundme.com slash poppychularadio. Are you interested in joining the Poppy Chula Radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor? Email talent at poppychularadio.com. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Thanks, announcer. All right, let's get into it. Quick shout out to the opening title card, which was a statue of Snow White and Prince Charming featured in the forest we will discuss that a little bit later so let's start off in storybook usa present day and uh okay so we start off with uh, regina taking emma and hook to her vault and then they come across the evil queen um kneeling in front of robin hood's grave which um infuriates uh regina and, 
Yeah, and, and so she, you know, the evil queen's like, well, I loved him too. Loved. But she's like, but ever since he died, you know, I've been even better, basically. Which is a lovely thing to say. And, uh... While they were headed to the vault, the, the reason that they were headed to the vault is because uh, of uh, the sword that Emma took from Gold's shop. The one that is uh, said to kill her. One of the reasons they were going to the vault is because uh, Regina was going to try to f figure out a way to destroy it basically but the evil queen sort of sidelined them and then once the evil queen started to get a little bit snarky with uh emma you know basically sending her love to sleeping beauty or is it sleeping daddy it wasn't wow. really that clever evil queen that it wasn't one of your best i was confused for two seconds i was like sleeping beauty she's coming out on the on the episode again and no <laughs> now we didn't get that no, Dang it. sleeping snow or sleeping daddy, but still it's, that wouldn't have been better. But anyway, so after sleeping daddy, uh, Emma was like, I don't really like that pun either, and so she draws her the sword from the visions, and she ends up slicing that sounded much more graphic into the evil queen's cheek. Now, usually, whenever the evil queen gets attacked, like Regina basically feels the same thing because they're the same person but when emma does it with the sword from her visions only the evil queen gets hurt and regina checks to see if she has the same scar but uh she doesn't and so the evil queen right before emma can like use it again because emma's like i can kill this lady she ends up teleporting away yeah and uh, she teleports away, and she comes across gold. Uh, and uh, gold ends up play placing one of his magic uh, gold tracking cuffs on her arm, much like the one that he had placed with Belle a couple of episodes ago. Uh, vowing, basically, you know, well, if uh, Miss Swan doesn't uh, kill you, I will. And now I can find you. And he's like, normally I get, you know, I huff and puff and blow houses down when people steal from me. But you know what? Now that I see that uh, Miss Swan stole something that can kill you, I can forgive that. Because I'm all about my son right now. So who really cares about you? But once I'm done with my whole son thing, I'm going to find you and I'm going to kill you. I like you that. Go. Like... She's been confident and cocky this entire fucking season, and annoyingly so. And to finally, like, have the sharpest blade. Like, I, I would kind of say that Rumpel always gets his way, as opposed to, like, the heroes. Like, cause they, they get fucked up every once or, or one way or the other. But Rumpel always seems to, like, win out in the end. And to have him go against the Evil Queen is just beautiful. Beautiful. Golden Queen is over! Yes. I'm still partying. <laughs> yes. So, after this, uh, we have Emma. She gets reunited with um, Hook and with Charming. And she fills them in that basically the sword can be used on the evil queen. And uh, they end up hearing a, a scream uh, because they were told that uh, they, they saw the evil queen down on Main Street, and so they went on on Main Street, and they heard a scream. And uh, it's coming from Granny's, 
and it wasn't gran Granny burning herself on her lasagna. Or making love to Geppetto. Oh, God. It's... Oh, my gosh. <laughs> there would be screams, I'm just saying, of passion. It was Jasmine. Oh. <laughs> she is bound to a chair. Not Fifty Shades of Hay style. Uh, she's bound to a chair. And it is it is a trap by the evil queen. And um, she forces Emma to put down her sword. Or she's going to kill Jasmine. And she's like, you know, I'm, I will choke her and break her neck before you could even prick me with your sword. And uh, the evil queen then summons Genie Aladdin from the lamp. And... Um, she uses her first wish. She's like, I hear everything. I I see you when you're sleeping. I know when you're awake. I hear everything, Emma. And uh, she's like, I heard you the other day talking to Aladdin. How? Like, I really don't know. Like, that was, like, weird. That was, like, too much for me. But I was like, let's go with it. Because magic. Hashtag magic. And hashtag reasons. She's like, I heard you the other day confessing your deepest, darkest secret to Aladdin. And you know what, Miss Swan? I'm going to make your wish come true. I wish Emma's wish that she no longer be the savior. And, uh, so, Aladdin is like, your wish is granted, and poof, uh, he makes Emma disappear. And everyone's like, what the hell? <laughs> and so, once the evil queen disappears, the heroes are in a bit of a tizzy. With Regina now there, and they're trying to figure out what to do next. And, uh, after, like, having an argument, because uh, Charming's like... Hook, you don't even know her, and you live with her, and you should know what her secrets are, and all this kind of stuff. Uh, Regina's like, hey, you know, this is exactly what she wanted to happen. Remember, she's the one that said uh, many episodes ago that uh, when the Savior disappears, you know, everything is going to crumble. Well, we're crumbling, so let's focus, and let's, let's you know, come up with an idea. And uh, Regina gets an idea. She heads on over to uh, the mayor's office where uh, the evil queen has uh, taken as her lair, I guess. She's got Aladdin as her bartender serving her apple teenies and lands like, you know, isn't this a little on the nose? <laughs> and the evil queen's like, I like what I like. I'm like, all right, lady. And um, she even gets into like a little pervy session with Aladdin. But here's here's something that I thought was so funny. And I thought of this last night I was watching the episode. I was like, when Regina was the evil queen, like Regina was very sexy. When the evil queen is the evil queen, like everyone is kind of grossed out by her, <laughs> which I think is funny because because like she goes over and like starts like caressing his arm and she's like, well, you know, we can have some fun basically. And then she like puts her hand on his chest and he's like, ill. <laughs> That's the best part. It's, I don't know. It's, it's like most of the people she and would, she like, does that little wink thing which I was like what's she doing it's lady like the, most of the people she was flirting with like back in the enchanted forest were receptive to those advances and we get it like aladdin's kind of hot in his new costume i i can mm. dig it but like <laughs> no 50 shades like, of hay that, that's not gonna happen not no Mm-mm. although i heard from the actors like that remember ages ago, like when the evil queen kind of like made deals with Hook 
that they got some Fifty Shades of Hay going down. Like, that was canon. And I was like, Ugh. Ew, no. what? No. no. Well, I wouldn't be surprised, yeah. but they haven't addressed it on the show. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, no, they were... They were kind of hot to try. Yeah, she makes fun of him a lot, so it kind of seems like, you know, that whole cliche, oh, if they tease you, they actually like you, or they kind of want a one-night stand or something. But they've kind of hinted that, no, nothing's ever happened, so hopefully... Yeah, I think it would have been addressed by yeah, now. Yeah, it would have been it would have been a running mm-hmm. joke by now, I would say, so uh, I don't think so. I think, we, I think we're safe there, guys. <laughs> Hopefully. That might just be headcanon. I mean, I'm not opposed to it, but I, I, I'm assuming it didn't happen. Yeah. And so, Regina has a brilliant move. Because, uh, you know, the evil queen is trying to get Regina on her side. She's like, you know, I, I did everything that you wanted to do. You know, for the longest you wanted to get rid of Emma Swan, I got rid of Emma Swan. For the longest you wanted to uh, ruin Snow and Charming, I ruined Snow and Charming with just, you know, with the, with, the, with the snap of a finger. You should be happy. We should be happy. Let's toast together. You know, bartender, bring us another apple teeny and all this kind of stuff. And it seems as if they're ready to toast. But uh, Regina puts the glass down and... Um, the evil queen is like, well, this is why you're never going to be happy. Because you got everything that you ever wanted, and you're still miserable. And uh, Regina's basically like, well, you should know me better than anything. Because you keep on saying, we are the same person. And you know what? We are. And you know what that means? Brum, brum, brum. That means I am also the owner of that lamp. And I don't need to hold the lamp to be the owner. So... Genie Aladdin, I wish to be sent to the same place that you sent Emma. Your wish has been granted. Bam. And thus begins my alternate universe dreams. God. It's our Swan Queen fantasies come to life. Oh my god. <laughs> and Katie loves it. I'm ro- I'm rolling my eyes. Back. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> My oh heart my is broken. I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> I thought well, it was smart, though. Like, that was a good, it was. A really good wish. I know, so that means that she's down two wishes. She only has one I left. I feel like that Aww. was the, really the dumbest wish she ever fucking made. I could come up with ten other wishes that were, like, better than that one. Like, that was just really... I think the wishing in this episode was terribly done by by everybody. It was this, just really bad. The wishing was terribly done, but it gave us great results. Well, except for Charming's wish, we'll get, which we'll get to that later. But like, yeah, <laughs> wish. Yeah, I think yeah. Uh, I think people. I, although I I will uh, give it to them that it was on the spot, so you kind of have to like think of something. But I yeah. but after everything we've been through in six seasons, and you know that wishing comes or magic comes with a price and all that, so you would think. They would have already mastered the the wording of wishes or, you know, something like that. But uh, I guess not. I figured, though, that Regina, had her plan was to go over there and get the lamp somehow. So I figured she already had a wish in mind that wasn't that dumb. Like, like she could have been more specific. Like, not that going over there was bad. Just like, I wish to be, I wish to go where Emma is and have a way back or something you know like something else mm-hmm. added with the wishes mm. oh okay know, like, i like that or yeah. 
you know, something because you don't know where you're going. So make sure you have as much backup and a backup plan um, as you can. Because if there's one thing that the Evil Queen did this episode is that she did not have a plan like B. She got outsmarted. Mm -hmm. So and that really messed with her. So I was hoping that Regina with a brilliant plan like, oh, well, my wish counts, too. You had a better wish than that, but I mean, it is. we wouldn't have story. Well, no, that's the thing. No, that's what I'm saying is that it wasn't out of character. Oh my, it, Katie's yelling. It wasn't out of character either for our characters to mess up a wish, but um, I was hoping that it would have been better. But like Katie had said earlier, that me and her, we spoke about it how we were hoping this uh, alternate universe was gonna last more than one episode. Well, yes. Well, Ugh. here we are. Wish granted. <laughs> we didn't word our wish. There right. you go. You didn't even need Genie Aladdin. We didn't word it right. God damn it. Uh, Wendy was talking about freaking making the best wishes. <laughs> See? Oh. In the moment, it's hard. Oh, to oh, you just got busted, <laughs> Dude, lady. I just burned myself. Like that all backfired <laughs> on me. Can we erase all that? It just don't. <laughs> No, not erase wishes. We already established this. Oh my god. Uh, that's the best. Well, there you go. So, we're actually going to continue on in Storybrooke. Because I kind of want to leave all of the AU Wish Realm stuff together. So, in Storybrooke, we pick up with, uh, you know, basically the heroes trying to figure out what to do next. And Charming doesn't want to wake up Snow to basically tell her, you know, your daughter is missing. And we have no idea if this plan is going to work. And so he's furious. He wants to take the, the fight to the evil queen. But uh, the rest of the group is like, no, you know, let's think about a plan. And, and so Charming is like, okay, meet me in the sheriff's office in an hour. And so they arrive there, and uh, they're like, where's Charming? And Charming's usually on time, and so they figure out exactly what Charming is doing. Charming is taking the fight directly to the Evil Queen with the sword and everything. And he's like, you know, fight me, lady. Fight me in the way that you used to. I feel like you don't know how to fight anymore. You know, you're using assassins, a.k.a. the Count of Monte Cristo. You're using uh, gold, and now you're using a lamp to fight us, you know. Fight me the way you're supposed to. And so he tricks her into fighting him. And uh, he uses this ruse to uh, steal the lamp partway through the fight. And he becomes Aladdin's new master. I love how like, everyone's like Can the I master of the lamp just, by the end of the episode. That made me feel uh -huh. more sad that the genie rule doesn't apply. Like that the rule that we set in place in Wonderland that if you have the owner of the lamp, they have to stay the owner until their three wishes are, like, granted. And none of this whole bullshit about, like, it's not a wish, it's a request. Like, those two things, like, were just kind of, like, small tidbits, but I was like, damn. Whatever. At least we got a pretty good, like, a good scene with, like, Charming actually, like, thinking through his actions and, like, outsmarting the evil queen, which has not happened in a while, so... Wow. Yeah, I wonder if someone's going to ask Adam and Eddie about that. I'm sure they will, like, knowing our Once Upon a Time fandom. 
that someone will, they're going to be like, so what about the rules of genies? Because also, we didn't get the stones either. Like, not the stones, the like the little genie gems. Aw, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah right. The I wish gems. Damn. Ah. We can get some, like, craft red crystals from Michaels and put that in there. Like, it's, it's easy enough there to get. There you go. Brittany, go find them. ASAP. I don't go to Michael's. Okay, well, <laughs> then we don't get any gems. Well, so there. And so now that uh, Charming's in command, uh, uh, oh, I'm just remembering something. Hmm. During their fight, Charming calls the Evil Queen a snake. Yeah. 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 Okay. Mm-hmm. Charming does call the the evil queen a snake. Okay. And so um Charming, you know, comes up with his wish and he's like, I'm not wishing anything for me. I'm not wishing anything for the people I care about. This wish is directly for you, evil queen. So you're going to pay the price. And he wishes that the evil queen gets exactly what she deserves and the music swells and there's fireworks and everyone claps and then nothing <laughs> and so the evil queen's like oh you idiot i already have everything that i deserve you know emma's away and you're you you're in a narcoleptic family and all this kind of stuff like I have everything that I need in my life. Ha ha. Bye bye. And um, she's like, your, your life is miserable now with your savior gone and snow in a sleeping curse. And so uh, Hook, Henry, and Jasmine appear to help out, but uh, the evil queen gets away. And uh, while... Well, actually, before we get into there, before we get to there, so Charming ends up giving the lamp back to Jasmine, and uh, Jasmine's like, "Are you sure?" And she's like, "Yes." And so they end up deciding that they need—they're going to use the lamp to rescue Agrabah. You know, in whatever state that it's in, you know. We will, we will save it. And uh, Jasmine's like, I'm willing to pay the price for this wish and that kind of thing. And Aladdin's even like, you know, I'm willing to pay the price as well. That- and so before they leave, before they make the wish, uh, Aladdin gives Henry a the scarab pin thing. Uh, that remember way back when they were looking for Aladdin, there was a scarab pin and like the um, the dead body. The, the decomposed skeletal remains thing in the crypt. And so they thought that that was Aladdin, but then Aladdin popped down and was like, hey, it's, I'm here. Um, he gives that scarab beetle pin thing to Henry. And uh, then Jasmine makes the wish, and they poof away. Um, we hope to Agrabah. That was, like, does anyone know what the scarab is for? Like, did they mention that in the episode past? Because I'm like, you just gave her a real fancy no. button. Like, th- is there anything to this? 
I don't know. I'm gonna hope that maybe yes. I hope so. Like they 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 didn't explain anything, so I'm I'm going to assume that maybe they Belle and her books will find something. I felt kind of bad for Jasmine also in the in this like thing because you have like Charming being all fucking pissed and being like, "What are we gonna do?" and Hook being like, "I don't know. Why are you asking me?" and Regina's like, "You both are fucking useless." And Jasmine's like, "Well, what's the plan? What are we gonna do? I don't know." I felt so bad for her. She was the only logical one in like three really hot-headed people's argument. So when she's like, "Okay." We're finally gonna have a wish, and I'm gonna wish to go to Agrabah. I'm like smartest wish in this entire like episode, and <laughs> she probably wished that to get away from everyone else because that that was hella awkward for her. I felt bad. Oh gosh, that's funny. So, are we excited by Jasmine's wish? I don't know. They're making it seem like Agrabah's not even like alive, like. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I know, I'm wondering right? where the fuck they were transported, <laughs> like with That's no backup, know. no nothing, like, then that means that Jasmine has to really be careful with her last two wishes, and it makes me feel like we're gonna get to a point where her last wish is not gonna be able to free Aladdin, and it's gonna be tragic. Just my opinion. And I think we're gonna get more Jafar, too, because we just saw him in one episode. I know, we better see yeah, and we're wondering, you know, who's the main villain in, in like, the entire, like, season of, uh, for season six, and it's like we've had a lot. We had, like, five, ep- like, four episodes of Hyde and his other half, and then we also have Jafar in the background, but not really. Then we have Evil Queen, and then we have a new one at the end of this. And a little bit of Rumple too, being a little bitch. So, I mean, I don't know, it's just there's and so the much Black going Fairy, on. like... Yeah, the Black Fairy's back. I mean, I told you. I told you we needed more of her. And she was going to come back. I knew it. I'm just really sad that some of the villains we didn't get, like, we didn't get payoff from. And I felt like it was like that with this episode, too. Or, like, you usually see the Evil Queen run circles around people and have, like, a plan B or a plan, like, D or Z. Like, she's got everything planned out. And this time she kind of got owned. Like, how? Well, could it be because? Well, e- I would think that even if they didn't have sort of like, you know, the first half of season being an arc and the last and the second half of the season being an arc, there there should be like a bit of a finite end to the villains. I I agree, and I don't. Maybe they're trying to save something like big that seems sort of like big, like an epic showdown. For the season finale. But I feel like they could still have those types of things. And it not be. A season finale. Like you know what I'm saying? Like because they, they want an arc to last the entire season now. So mm-hmm. maybe they feel like. If there is. You know like a big to do. That it that it goes against what they're trying to do. I don't know. But I, com- I agree with what you're saying. Like they're. Before with villains, like there, there was like a crescendo, and uh, we don't have that. Yeah, we didn't have that with Hyde. I guess we have a lot to talk about with in the postmortem, but like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, well, let's continue on with this story and let's catch up with Gold and Bell. So Gold actually was really smart because he took his DNA, his hair, 
and Belle's DNA via brush and combined it. And remember that magical globe thingy that he uses to find people? Well, he used the magical globe thingy to try to find uh, his son. And uh, Gold uh, ends up finding Belle kind of creepily, in my opinion, because she's just like sitting there in the dark, and all of a sudden, poof, like he's there, and he's like, Belle! And I would have I probably yelled. And, um, and used Mace. Uh, but Gold finds Belle, and uh, he tells her that, you know, he's tried to find uh, their child, but he hasn't been able to. And he's like, I come in peace, you know, let me take off the magical cuff that I use to try to track you and all this kind of stuff. You know, I, I'm here with good intentions. And he's like, please call the the convent, you know, find out what's going on. And so she calls the convent from her phone, because she didn't trust his phone. And she realizes that all is not well. When they arrive, they find a seriously ill Mother Superior. And I was very worried for my blue chick. And um, she tells them that I did all the best that I could. I did all the best that I could. I fought all off, but I, I, I couldn't. And she says, the black fairy kidnapped the baby. Bum, bum, bum. So, put a pause on this, because the evil queen now is, you know, strolling through uh, Main Street. She's happy. She's gotten her revenge. She's like, you know what? This town isn't half bad. And then um, a couple of the dwarves pop out, and she's like, well, you know, certain people stay inside the buildings. And uh, the, uh, the dwarves were about to, like, head back inside of Granny's. But, but uh, all of a sudden, there's a, a portal, portal, and uh, they rush away, and uh, the evil queen's like, ugh, I didn't think they were going to come back this fast, and so she's ready to deal with what she believes is going to be Emma and the evil queen, uh, who polarized themselves, portalized themselves into uh, grannies. But no, it is not Regina or Emma. It is the hooded figure. Brum, brum, brum. And uh, the evil queen's like, who you be? <laughs> and uh, the hooded figure initially sort of like walks past the evil queen. But as the evil queen approaches, the hooded figure turns around, puts his arm out, and uh, the evil queen is transformed into a snake in inside of a cage, a caged snake, thus giving her exactly what she deserves. So uh, Grumpy ends up carrying the cage to the loft and telling Charming and Hook that the caged cobra is actually the evil queen placed there by a hooded figure and it was really neat with like the cobra because like the cobra like has the um the cuff thing that uh gold put on the evil queen as like a a necklace i guess or a charm which i thought was kind of neat oh, and yeah, so right. over yeah I didn't even so that. over <laughs> sorry <laughs> It's okay. I, that's what I'm here for, Katie. <laughs> so over 
at Gold's shop. Gold, you know, confesses to Belle, you know, it, it wasn't me that accelerated your pregnancy, like, it was the evil queen, you know, I would have never done anything to hurt you, you know, me wee lass and all that kind of stuff, and so they decide to work together in order to save their son, They're put, they put aside their differences for the moment, and uh, Gold explains to Belle that his mother, the Black Fairy, she lives in a dark realm that's appropriately enough filled with darkness and where time runs differently and it's very weird and creepy and anything is possible. And so as they're talking, there is a rustle at the door and the hooded figure enters Gold's shop and the hooded figure removes the hood and it is revealed that the hooded figure is granny no it is a grown-up gideon and he says sort of lovingly hello mother and then he says with contempt hello father <laughs> that's <laughs> wonderful wow thank you it was you know, it was my artistic license. But um, we will pause right here, and let's discuss everything that's happened in Storybrooke. So we've already talked about uh, them leaving for Agrabah. So let's discuss the Evil Queen being turned into a snake, and then everything that we discovered about the hooded figure w was anyone else worried about blue because i was i was like please don't tell me they told her they turned her into an old lady yeah i f like was like oh my god are we finally gonna get shady blue that we've all been waiting for no because she's not really shady <laughs> that's just a stupid thing the internet does she's a really nice lady she's shady man i think i, I know. think she's just i think she's just looks bitchy which in turn makes her look like she's shady i don't believe that she's bad either yes she's a nice lady i think she just has a stick up her ass that's about it yeah it doesn't matter well. if you think or don't think like if, if, if that theory was proven true wouldn't it have been awesome to have like a good guy someone that like you've thought this entire time was good turn out to be evil like that would have been a shock to me well what i thought yeah. would have been awesome is if the blue fairy was really the black fairy or she was like, posing as hmm. the blue fairy, or what? If the black fairy had been had killed the blue fairy ages ago and had been posing as her for the longest, See, that would have been kind of awesome. Even though I love me some blue, I would like again. All of these seem like better alternatives to who is it under the black hood? The guy that you saw with a black hood the first fucking episode where he comes to a dream with his mom, Gideon. Oh, this is this is so shocking. Like I don't know, this that wasn't. I think we felt I I felt a little cheated out of that because we came up with the theory, or I was talking about my theory, how it was Emma versus Emma, or you know something like that. And I don't think anybody that I've seen so far guessed it was Gideon because we had no idea that they were gonna speed up the pregnancy and that where he was going, it was gonna speed up him as well. You know, so there's no way we would have thought the hooded figure person was going to be Gideon. I was just kind of like, we have so many different options to choose from that like seem better, and we get disappointed with this. It, I, I hate to say this, but it's like every other thing 
Belle and Rumple a disappointment. I could give less of a shit about this storyline. Like, I didn't care. Like, it, I guess it's like a pretty good way to enact like Charming's wish of the evil queen getting what she hoped for. But I don't know. Like the way it worked out in the alternate universe, the way it worked out here, like. Well, I, I'm in, like I don't care about Rumbell, but I do care as to why or where her son she was he was taken and like what he saw and how he was raised and why he needs to kill Emma or why he has to and because um, it's not a surprise that son is evil because apparently the spawn of um of uh, Rumple is gonna be evil but um no I, shit I think too it's like <laughs> Rumple. God has not brought anything thankful to like we have Neil, then we had fucking Henry, who's awful. <laughs> we had like now we have Gideon. It's like Rumple, you start having kids. Like that's kind. Of, it's kind of sucky that it, he's half Bell, but even her goodness was like not even enough to fucking have a like have her child fight to be good or have some kind of conflict with evil but i guess we're gonna see how he is we're gonna kind of analyze him in like the next coming episodes but i do want to say that between i guess because i know we don't want to spend a lot of time on rumbell and talking about the hope that they have i think it's cool that they got together and they're gonna work as parents i don't see it as romance but something that did that did bug me about what Belle said was what have we done to each other I was like bitch you didn't do anything he did everything to you all you did was love him and he just was an asshole like I <laughs> honestly I want somebody to tell me something that Belle did that that actually supports what she just told him and what did we do, it, do to each other that in and of itself makes it seem like their relationship is toxic but I don't think it is. I think what's toxic is just Rumple. He's toxic. He's bad. He doesn't know what he wants to be. And he keeps um, manipulating Belle into coming back. And like, oh, I'm going to do this for you. I'm going to do this for you. And he just ends up doing the same thing over and over. And I don't blame Belle for seeing good and trying to go back. But she finally took a step back this season and said, fuck no. I'm going to be a good mom. And if you want to be a good dad, good. But that, but you and me were over. So when she said, "What did we do to each other?" I'm like, "Bell, what are you saying? No, you didn't do anything." Yeah, like, that's not fair. That that that's just really bad. That's a really bad look on their relationship because honestly, Bell didn't really do anything. My she, eyes rolled so hard that yeah. they looked at the back of my skull <laughs> with that fucking like. Cool. Yeah, oh I was God. so I was so sad about that. I was like, Belle, please do not think of yourself as a bad mother or a bad person in a relationship because all you were doing was you were actually there for him, although Rumple claims that he's unlovable or nobody can love him, but she found a way to he's love him. He's a difficult something. man to love. Yeah, and she found something to love about him because I think we can all agree too that even though he was a coward before the dark one, he loved his son unconditionally. That's to say he didn't really love his wife that well or he didn't show her. I don't know. He had problems. I mean, his dad is weird and he has a black fairy for a mom. But, <laughs> you know, there was something there to salvage. And it was and we were hoping that that would be enough for him to not be an asshole. But it turns out that that's not true. So that's why I'm like, Belle, please don't say those things. So I felt sad about that. But uh, 
I, I guess we don't have to. I'm so glad we don't have to go on a journey with them anywhere to find their son. Their son found them. I'm just. I'm just gonna say, like, as I. I don't support that line, but so many people online were like, "Yes, she's recognizing yeah. that she's been so cruel to him." I I'm know. like, "Oh my gosh!" What? Yeah, that's the what? thing about the yeah, and, and I'm all for yeah. That. She's a mean lady. Yeah, wow. and I'm all for them coming to a place of being good parents. But I think people can't really understand, like right now, like a lot of people are having trouble with this. That you don't need to be in a relationship to be a good parent. Especially in a relationship with the person, the father of your child or the mother of your child, like it, you guys can work together and be good to each other and raise a kid. That's perfectly fine. And if they want to revisit the romance later, okay. I'm, I'm still, I'm done with them. I'm honestly, I'm so done with them. I can't even look at them in like a, a loving way. So. It just uh, Rumble's just full of full of toxicity. <laughs> I just, full of something. Yeah, and you would think that now that them being parents or Bell being a parent, that you know, it, it's not about child's play anymore as far as romantic relationships go. It's it's different when you have a kid. But I'm kind of sad that Bell didn't get to be a mother. Yeah. Yeah, I, me too. Yeah. She just holding on to the teddy bear it was so sad. Yeah. Oh although, my gosh. although to her defense, we haven't even seen Snow be a mother to Neil or to Emma. We didn't even see Emma be a mother. Yeah, see, I'm telling you, oh, they keep doing these things. And and it is kind of sad because we saw such a heartbreaking scene la- last week with um or not last week, but last episode with Belle having her child taken from her, like, that was, that was sad, and I mean, I know we all don't care about babies, and we're like, get the babies out of here, this is all action, but it is something that's at the heart of the show, of being a parent, and loving something unconditionally, and, you know, growing into it, and I wanted to see Belle become a mom, and we didn't, we don't get to, we don't get to see that, I feel a little robbed, in my opinion. Man, don't have a child in this in this uh, show. <laughs> don't have sex. Oh, is this what just they're saving us? What? Is this, they're saving us from uh, Captain Swanson. wishes. No. <laughs> stop with your weird wishes. You can't fucking say that. I want, I, I, I want this, this this to happen. Universe, don't listen to Britney. Have sex, please. <laughs> I'm just saying, with a record of six seasons, we should know what to expect, Priscilla. Oh, my. <laughs> also, small note, Stealing your ex's brush to take the hair from it is real stalker material there. Like, <laughs> Oh, please. People do that every day to take DNA tests. No, like, no. remember when they were looking for Henry, all he had to do was prick his, like, finger and, like, use the blood there. Like, wh- wh- why do you need to use your your, your wife's hair? Because you have time? to combine because the, the, the baby, I don't know. I, I get what you're saying. Maybe because he didn't have... I don't know. Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to justify it, but I'm like, you know what, no. But I do have some follow-up questions for all of you. No. So, I know. I'll, I'll go in order. I'm not going to put them all out because then some might get lost in the shuffle. So the first thing I want to ask is, what do we think it is going to be like this dark realm? What do we expect there? Like, What would we like to see? this dark realm being this realm yeah, where the black fairy has dominion gonna be black dark. and white steampunk fairy t- i'm sorry oh my like- gosh yes. 
We've been that waiting would be awesome. for that for like three seasons. <laughs> well, I mean, it sounds very interesting the way he described it. You know, time works very strange. Things. Yeah, it, I'm thinking it's going to end up being said? like, like Doctor Strange. You know, where where You're he. Right? Where he went at the end to like face, I forget who the hell, what was his name? The Dor, Dorm, Dormam, I don't even remember. I don't. Dormammu. Dormammu, yeah. Maybe it's going to be something like that. And it'll be uh, the Dark Fairy's face as like a giant or something. I, <laughs> I don't know, but anything's kind of better than her husband who wanted to hang out with a bunch of little boys. Like, Mm-hmm. Wait, no, it's not because she wants to hang out with a bunch of babies. He was, he was a little boy too, though. You guys are real weird, like with the mind of an older person. Hey, it's no wonder Rumple turned out the way it did. Yeah, he takes babies too. It's a thing. <laughs> Keeping the family business. Yes, it's the family <laughs> business, dude. It's it's true. The Blackberry takes babies. His dad takes little boys, and uh, oh, good lord. And I, I guess Rumpel. Yeah, and Rumpel. Well, well to his father leave. didn't necessarily take the boys. He collected he them, them in a he sense. He collected them. Oh, they were like his them. collection. I'm sorry. Let's specify that. Yes, it sounds nicer. <laughs> he was the Pied Piper, dude. He was the Pied yeah. Piper. He yeah, he collected them. <laughs> collected. That doesn't sound any better. Collected. Collected. Well, he didn't take them like the lady. Like, she's taking the babies. Although, technically, it's like a collection of babies. I wonder... No, they can't all be babies. Because if if Gideon grew up, that means that she has, like, a whole realm of adults? Of adults from babies. The fountain of youth. Wait, no, that's to make you younger. Never mind. Well, maybe she does, like, a Sanderson sister type of thing. Where she sucks their essence... That sounded wrong, but um, oh but you know I that's how she stays young. Like maybe like, do you remember Fantasia when like the evil like demon sort of thing came out and how like it was kind of like a kingdom with like night and just stars and stuff like that and I I know that he can't come out anymore because oh, he was yeah. already used, but something like that, like like Bald where, Mountain. Like, yeah, I, hmm. I I'm. I'm just looking forward to like evilness. Like if I'm we can't really get excited. Black and white. Yeah. Yeah. I'm really I, excited for this round. Actually, I was gonna jump off of what you said, uh, Jeff, about sucking the life or the oh magic my gosh. or something. Yes. I was actually gonna refer that to because um, we didn't really we haven't gone there yet, but I guess we're jumping just everywhere because we want to get over some of the stuff. But the the sword that's used to kill Emma. What if that sword, like, not only does it harm you, but it, like, takes some of your magic or something like that? Because I feel like, because the the queen couldn't heal her scar when it hit, when it, you know, got her. So I'm wondering if that's why it's strong enough to kill Emma, because it takes her magic as well as kill her. Or every time it touches her, it'll take your magic. Mm-hmm. I don't know, just a theory, I don't know. But I thought, I thought it was weird that the evil queen couldn't heal herself. Um from that so just yeah. wondering hmm. just, interesting just, yeah so i don't know just one just wondering i, I feel I like ap- that sword is like amazing or something yeah i appreciate <laughs> a weapon that can finally like beat magic because just at the beginning of the episode when she poofs herself away and somehow like 
Rumples there, and then he poofs himself away before anything happens. Like magic is broken. Like if you don't have magic, like you're you're fucked. So to finally have a sword that kind of evens the score a bit, like yes, yeah, I, need I to like poof. that. I need to poof myself away, especially especially <sighs> to be used against the most powerful person in storybook, which would be um, I wouldn't consider Rumple the strongest person. He's just an asshole, um, but. Emma, because Emma's been able to break a lot of spells and have light magic, which is considered to be stronger. So, it's no surprise that the hooded figure would fight her with that sword. Like, if the sword is put in the wrong hands, it could do a lot of damage. So, that's what that's what I got from that anyway. I don't know if it's going to be true or not, but we still need to figure out what's going on with that that sword and where it's from, but... That was a nice little twist surprise from the episode, I will say. It better not kill Emma. Like, I get that that would be like, oh my god, once upon a time, killed off its main character, but... (laughs) Katie, I heard on the podcast that you're on that they're gonna kill Emma and that the series is ending. (gasps) I thought you said seven seasons. Wouldn't they announce that this is the final season already, if it was? Yeah, I'm sure they would. Well, technically, they didn't say that Revenge was cancelled until, like, two episodes before. But But Revenge doesn't count. Okay, Revenge doesn't count. That series isn't popular. If it's a popular series, they're gonna tell you. Because it's a dedicated fan base. If it's, like, a whatever, then it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. So, I got you. There you go. It is, oh. This doesn't feel final either. This feels like a, a like a like a mini arc to getting like the big battle or something. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't feel final. So my next question is: no. Do we think that it was Charming's wish that brought Gideon back, or? Yeah. Do you think Gideon was coming back anyway, and it was just sort of like almost like fate type of thing, where you know the wish happened because it was cast? You know, it could have happened any which way. It just so happens that Gideon came back at the right time to do what he needed to do. It was almost like a coincidence type of thing. No, I think it was from the wish. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Yeah, I think it was the wish. I think. I think the charming fucked up again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and you would think that that the that wish sucked for him, but I was kind of sad he didn't take Jasmine's uh, offer to break the curse of him and his wife. I was like, really, really, you brought this killer, but you don't want to save your wife. <laughs> no, no, because because he's like. Magic always has consequences, and I can save my wife, but I'm probably gonna like give her cancer or something. So I'm gonna no, I'm gonna do oh something else completely opposite. Like no, damn it! Like it's real hard to like grant to to pick wishes. Like it's true that like remember what Alice said in Wonderland. Like it's safe to ask for small things like a cupcake or a martini. In like the case of like Regina, like it's it, those are okay, but you don't know if when you wish for someone, they'll come back, like, hanged from a tree or something. Like, it's it's a monkey's paw sort of thing. They Don't ask for like, big thing. They need to write a book of guidelines of how to make mm-hmm. a good wish with the least amount of fucking consequences, like, ever. No, they're gonna have, like, the guidelines, and you open the book, and it's just a ton of pages with the word, Don't. 
I'll throw out it. Don't. Don't don't wish for things. Do it on your own merits. She's a bad. Yeah, I, I still think that the that David's wish did bring uh, Gideon. Um and I also think it brought something else, but we're not there yet, so yeah, I think it was definitely the wish. I mean, I think we'll find out probably next episode. Uh, but I still want to see, mm-hmm. like, what happened to Gideon and why, how he grew up so fucking fast. Like, is everyone drinking that damn thing that, that Rumpel made so that her pregnancy could go faster? Oh like, is everyone having some of that? Like, why would you want to drink that? No, like, what, they ex- what is going on? They explained it. Remember when he's, like, time moves differently in that Yeah, that's realm. why. Like, I want to know so. where he where he is like yeah i wonder if any of our characters visit that realm if they're gonna come back and it's been like three years or something like that that might be a like a cheap way but that might be a way to finally advance like the storybrook timeline put put neil in there i thought you were gonna say neil (laughs) oh my god oh that would be funny no but i would think if they did something like that, they would have to take, like, our core characters so that they're gone, you know, the same amount of time. Because I-, I can't see them just, like, putting age makeup on, like, the main ones all the time. So they would they would have to send, like, our Storybrooke Avengers away. And then they come back and maybe, I don't know, like, Dr. Facilier has taken over Storybrooke or something. In that, uh, you just want Doctor. I know, I really do. But um, you still haven't seen the Princess and the Frog. Called you out. Oh, did you like it? No, I did. It was cute. Thank you. It's good. So stuff to mine from, like yeah, they still do have a lot of stuff. I don't necessarily think we have to do a time speed up. Well, I think they do because Henry is going to look forty-five soon, and they need to explain that. No, all I'm saying, though, is if they're going to do a time speed up, it's going to be, like, more time when, like, Captain Swan still doesn't bone. Like, oh, my God. No. See, the thing is, they'll get her pregnant, she'll have the baby, and then they have to go away, and then they come back and the baby's, like, 15. And you have never seen them on camera. Ever. God damn it. Wasn't Gideon born, like, a year later from freaking Neil, or, like, two years later, and Neil is still, like... Dead. Like a year old or something. <laughs> yes, oh, yes, I met the other Neil. Oh, oh no, no like, baby wait, Neil, and he hasn't even been walking yet. So like, oh, Gideon's already like a grown ass man. Like, what the fuck? This yes, is some, this is some young and the restless shit, guys. I've been watching that show or that soap opera for like ten years, and they always do this thing where the kid will be a kid for like maybe a year, and then the next year they have like a grown ass person as that kid. <laughs> They speed it up, even though it's in real time. And I'm like, damn! I feel like they're taking a page out of that for for, uh, for once. Um, That's too funny. But I think, uh, I think if anything, because uh, I know we're not, we're, we're going to discuss the AU in a little bit. Yes, um, we will. I have one more question. Okay, and I was just going to say that the build-up of, like, everything of the last five minutes was really well done. Especially with Gideon, because... I think we've all been talking about who the hell is under the hood. And I was like, oh my god, who is it? Are they going to give us a pee? What's going on? And then, they, and then finally, when he slowly does it, I was like, ooh. Like, it was really well done. Well, ooh. Props to, 
props to the the writers and everybody for like having six seasons and still being able to to get me all hyped up in like the last couple of minutes of the episode. All right, so here's my final question before we move over to the AU because I know we really want to talk about it. Why do we think Gideon of all people wants to kill Emma? I have no idea. Because she's the biggest weapon against the darkness or yeah. can kill the black barrier. Yeah. That could be. Yeah, because she you, is a you, savior. Yeah, you want to eliminate your biggest threat and it seems like Gideon it's like they they it's like it's like Gideon was purposely chosen because he's a product of like half fairy but also the dark one and he would mm-hmm. be like the most powerful person to go up against her and actually defeat her. It's like yeah, my hand- so it's like he he got the book My Handsome Hero. Maybe it takes a hero to defeat another hero and mm-hmm. they finally just want Emma gone and his bloodline allows that to happen. Yeah. Mm. So do you, mm-hmm. do you think he feels that he is a hero? Who knows what the hell he he could be corrupted in the place he's in. So I don't know, but maybe in his own head they might have taught him to do that. Kind of like uh, have you guys seen um, the Lion King two Simba's Pride? Yes. How they really break. They really brainwash Kovu into thinking he's the he's Scar's successor and that he has to be this type of person. I feel like it's kind of like that. Uh, I like I kind of like that where she basically the dark fairy is is telling him, "Oh, you're a hero. You're doing all this good, but in reality, he's just going to be doing her bidding, which is bad stuff." Mhm. Yeah. Or he could actually have a little bit of evil in him cuz I wouldn't be surprised if uh or, or because I mean, they showed him a lot this season of him being really, um, like, disgusted by his dad. So I wouldn't be surprised if uh, he's like, "I'm gonna do what you couldn't, father," or something. You know, like I don't know, yeah. like some kind of weird, like you know, all, mm-hmm. all, all the while still being corrupted as well. But I think there's gonna be a lot of tension between him and Rumple, so it's gonna have to do with something like that. And I. I know Rumpel was scared because they said something about Henry being his downfall. I wouldn't be surprised if that's changed to Gideon being mm. his downfall. Because he really desperately wants to be a good father to this child. But what happens when your own child hates you and wants to be better than you? So, like... Oh. So, that's what I have Oh, that would mind. be amazing if they brought that back. And they explained it as it was Gideon all along. Yeah. Oh, that maybe Henry geez. was like a red herring or something. So I just to add a little bit of levity to this, his his first words were like, Hello mother, hello father. Hello mother, burp, like, burp, burp. Hello, hello father. father. Hello father. Like, <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> like thank you, someone else recognized it. Oh, Jeffrey, you're the best. Thank you. I try. But yeah. I wonder well. Was it just me? Like, but you could see that he was like a little bit kinder when he was like, "Hello, mother," and then he was like, he was like really yeah. like venomous. Yeah, I wonder if if they're going to be pitted against each other. Like, do you think Rumple's going to try to woo him over and be like, "I'm I'm really a good father"? Oh yeah, look at what he's been doing with Bell all season. I'm not surprised if he would try to get his son to be on his side. I mean. It is very in character of Rumple to kind of manipulate people around him to be like, well, I tried. I was a good person. It's like, bro, you didn't try. Bruh. No. 
No, let me tell you something. If you really want something, you'll do it. No matter how hard it is, you'll like you'll you'll go through the pain just to get to where you want to get. It's the same thing with dieting. I'm putting an analogy of dieting. If you really want it, you can do it. But I'm telling you right now, it's gonna be really fucking hard <laughs> because damn it, we love food and we love sugar. Okay. Mm-hmm. And some uh, cookie butter ice cream. Cookie butter. We love all that good stuff, but it's hard to to get there. So yeah, I could totally see Rumpel trying to bond with his child and i'm not saying i don't want him to i of course i want rumple not to be an asshole but it's really hard for me to see a redemption arc for him because he's had like 10 and if his grandmother <laughs> poisoned his mind against his own father sweet that's Jesus, some karma i'm gonna be so happy yeah like <laughs> there's something about evil mothers in like almost every season and it, this is like totally in character of once upon a time to have an evil mother, but I'm actually excited about this because I don't know if it's going to give me sympathy for Rumple, but I, I I told you guys I wanted to see more Black Fairy, and I want to see, like, how she is. I'm excited. I want to know how she oh corrupted God, her grandson. Stop wishing shit. No. Like, <laughs> that yeah, she's a, the wish queen. <laughs> well, if I was getting my wishes right, this episode would have been better. And no, I'm just kidding. Well, oh, damn. Well, uh, let's go to someplace better then. It's time to visit the Wish Realm. Speaking of wishes, so uh, the Wish Realm is an alternate version of uh, the Enchanted Forest. Basically, as if the Dark Curse never happened, as if uh, the Evil Queen was defeated before the Dark Curse could happen, and the Evil Queen has been banished from the realm ever since. Emma is living the life of a princess, and she's celebrating her birthday with the kingdom, including her parents, Henry, the dwarves, Granny, looking beautiful, and... uh, and uh, as they're celebrating the, uh, the her birthday and whatnot, we learn a lot of things about this uh, wish realm. Uh, Balefire is still dead, um, but he's got a pretty painting. Oh, I really hope that they ship that to the actor because holy shit, I just saw that and started cracking up on the screen watching it oh they like photoshopped his face on <laughs> an old knight like it's perfect great it's great well there you go and henry is training to be a knight Aww. in a world where knights aren't needed because everything is happy because the evil queen isn't but there. you need to have knights that's just the thing okay? yes you always need protection <laughs> Kids always use protection. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's true, and uh, yeah, I mean it's it, it's a beautiful, happy kingdom. They're at peace because there's no looming evil threat and all that kind of stuff. But Emma, she she t- confides in her parents on this like weird. Uh, dream nightmare thing that she had the night before where and you were there and you were there and you were there and we were in this strange land where everything was 
weird. And you know what they called it? They called it Storybrooke. And it was really weird, Mommy and Daddy. And I found this sword under my bed. And I don't know what this is. And But they're like, oh, you know, they're cleaning the armory and all that kind of stuff. So it's okay. It was just a dream. We're all happy here, right? Yeah, yay. It's all good. And, um... Henry stumbles upon, uh, you know, the conversation, and he takes the sword, and he's like, is this my sword for knighthood? And everyone's like, um, yeah, sure. And so everything's, <laughs> everything's happy in the kingdom. And so Regina arrives in this wish realm, and, um, she's, she's trying to figure things out. She's calling for Emma and all this kind of stuff. She ends up seeing this statue in uh, the forest of um, Snow and Charming that basically was placed there for making sure the dark curse never happened. And then she runs into a whole bunch of dwarves. And she's like, hey, you know, hey, dwarves, remember me? You know, hey, can you help me? Emma, where's Emma? Emma, Emma, Emma. And they're like, oh, no, she's back. The evil queen is back. And so the dwarves flee. Wow. Yes. That was very dramatic. Great. I love it. It was. My whole thing is, is like, if you see them freaking out, like, can't you like magic them to sleep so that they don't tell anybody? She's trying to be a good person and good people don't magic other people, apparently. But like, <laughs> god damn it. Like, you can shows. magic them to sleep. I think that's that's like in the the rule, right, Brittany? You're kind of like a, in the gray area. Like, would you say that's evil? Would you be like, that's kind of okay? I mean, <laughs> you know me. I'm all about gray area. <laughs> Good. Well, there's that. But I don't think that would have been bad. But she lets the dwarves flee and all that kind of stuff, and so. Uh, they, you know, she ends up, like, searching through uh, the forest, and she comes across a very dainty, you know, someday my prince will come singing version of Emma. It's Princess Emma. And uh, Regina tries to convince Princess Emma about everything. She's like, I I'm here to save you. She's like, I've heard of you. You're the evil queen. And my parents say you're a liar. So I can't listen to you. So I'll hide behind this tree. And she's like, but you know, I'm here to save you. And like your real parents and like, I'm your family sent me, you know, to like pick you up and all this kind of stuff. She's like, well, I don't take candy from strangers. And then all of a sudden, uh, uh, Snow and Charming arrive. This is like older Snow and older Charming. I should say it's Queen Snow and King Charming. And Regina's like, you're old. <laughs> and it's funny. And, the best. Yes. And, uh, and Queen Snow is like, you know, you cannot insult us. And all this kind of thing. And uh, they're ready to like kill her and, and we get a little bit of exposition of like the realm because she's like the fairy said that you would never be able to come back and they took you away and all this kind of stuff but you're back and so we will destroy you again because we destroyed you before you know don't you see that statue over there it commemorates where we destroyed you and all this kind of thing and uh regina's like come on emma you know i'm here for you we have to leave we have to save you're the savior and all this kind of stuff but uh like 
Queen Snow and King Charming are, like, not having any of this. And so, as they're ready to, like, strike her down, Regina poofs herself away. And she poofs herself to her now dilapidated castle. I mean, uh, you know, the Dark Castle has seen better days. And, uh, you know, she ends up uh, hearing some noise some familiar noise, and she comes across a prison cell that is holding... Brum, 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 granny! No, Rumpelstiltskin. But it's like the extra juicy woo, Rumpelstiltskin, which I know Brittany loved. <laughs> yes, thank you for the delayed reaction. <laughs> <laughs> they fixed his wig or something, because like, I didn't have nearly as much of a problem now like to see... like. Well, because this is glass. like... Shit, crazy rumple though. This is like the mm -hmm. like the like the nutsy cuckoo rumple that you know he's been in the cell for too long, and uh, he's kind of like cray cray. Mm hmm. I don't think we really haven't seen much of this version of rumple at all. Yeah. Which... Besides, like the premiere, the pilot, mm -hmm. and I'm trying to think if if any of the AUs have featured crazy rumple, have they? I feel like no. Uh, no. I feel like no. Well, <laughs> I just want Crazy Rumple thinking that he could be a golden knight in shining armor. That's about the only Crazy Rumple I'm thinking of. <laughs> I am a hero. <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh. But I really am happy that we got to see this Rumple again because, I mean, he's so great. It's so fun to see, like, this childlike, yet, like, this almost childlike, really creepy version of Rumple that we yeah. haven't seen, really, since, I don't think, since a pilot. Yeah. I, he I, does, Robert Carlo, Carlisle does such a good job acting it out. Yeah. So, I appreciate that they let him do that this, again. Katie, would you say he's about... juicy? Woohoo! <laughs> No, Katie's supposed to make the noise. You're trying to bait me. <laughs> yes, Katie has never done it, listeners. So we no. need to, we need to make her do it. <laughs> I'm just pretty great. I'm just saying this. This episode was a total homage. I fucking loved that. Going back to Rum uh, Rumple when he's all like Rumple still skinny, like um when he's juicy. I like I like that ver I like that version of him better. Than the Rumple or Mr. Gold. Like if we had to like distinguish the two of them, I like Rumple Silkskin more than I like Mr. Gold. Mm. And because I feel like Mr. Gold is just an asshole. Like he's just mean. And Rumple's all about deals and just being all creepy and weird and jumping everywhere. But he keeps his word. Like I don't know. There's something about that version of him that I like more. And I feel mm -hmm. like I can't trust him. While Mr. Gold, it's like, you know he's going to double-cross you no matter what. Because mm -hmm. he's not bound by deals, so he's an asshole. But Rumpelstiltskin's <laughs> like, that's why even though Regina was like, I can't trust you, but she ends up trusting him and he still pulls through in the end. So, I mean, that's that's a testament to his character and how, like, Mr. Gold is not a really great look for him, in my opinion. But that's just, mm -hmm. just, a, little, just yeah. a little fun note for me, mm -hmm. anyway. I'm glad I get people that, that agree with me. Because I'm yeah. always right. Anyway. Oh my gosh. Oh well. <laughs> Damn. I'm just kidding. Oh. <laughs> I'm just, I am just kidding. It's just things that I that I analyze. But continue. 
Jeff with our journey into the alternate universe. Yes. And so Regina comes across the juicy <laughs> yes, version of Rumpelstiltskin. <laughs> and, you know, he, 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 she tries to explain, you know, she's like, I'm here to save the savior, Emma, you know Emma, right? Emma, Emma, Emma! And, uh, <laughs> and he's, he dies her, he's like, you're my greatest student and failure! And all that kind of stuff. And she's like, um, you know, I'm not, like, the evil queen that you know, and all this kind of stuff, and this is all fake. And, and you're fake, and all, and, like, this whole realm is fake, and blah, blah, and so... Rumpel's like, well, you know, let's make a deal. You know, exchange for my freedom. You know, I'll help you and all this kind of stuff. And and Regina's tempted, but she's like, no, 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 I, I can't make a deal with you. You know, and all this kind of stuff. And But um, Rumpel's like, well, you know, who cares, really? You know, if this is fake. If I'm fake Rumpel, if this is a fake Enchanted Forest, who cares if you free me? You know, because it's all fake. And um, Regina is tempted. But uh, Rumple instead, sort of like, as a way, in my opinion, to like persuade her to help him, like, drops a couple of nuggets to uh, aid her in her quest of uh, saving Emma. He's like, well, you know, in this realm, you know, the savior has never been tested so of course you know she might not be as um willing to take part in the rescue or to remember if she's never been tested but if you can awaken your dark side and show her what a real villain is all about then you might be able to uh, scare emma into assuming the role of the savior and uh, Regina's basically like, thank you. Bye-bye. But Rumpel's like, wait! <laughs> you know, if you do end up doing all this stuff, how the hell are you going to get out of here? You know, I have a way to help you with a magic bean. You know, I can provide you with a magic bean. You know, you drop into the ground, you think of where you want to go, and then you can disappear from here. But you must free me from this prison. So after thinking about it, Regina ends up freeing Rumpelstiltskin, and he promises to meet them at the lake the next day, where he will give her the magic bean so that they can return to Storybrooke. And so Regina transforms into the Evil Queen in order to uh, unleash the Savior within Emma. So, any thoughts on, uh, any, any other thoughts on Rumple before we move on? No. Just, that I, I much prefer him, like, as Juicy. evil imp overlord than, yeah, yeah. <laughs> than, than as what you get mm. right now. Like, <laughs> I was waiting for you, like, I was pausing. I was like, like, wait, where is it? That's so funny. <laughs> Also, like, smart man to, like, use Regina that way. Like, he, now we have to be... 
No, I was just gonna say he's a player. He knows how to do that. That's why I like him so much. As mm-hmm. when he's juicy. Mm-hmm. The, I guess this is the one. This is the one ep, uh, universe where he doesn't get that ream of paper that just says Emma, 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 Emma all over it. <laughs> it. Yeah. Oh, and it was like, very interesting how he knew the story, the name of Storybrook Town. Well, he's good with the names. It's like that's that evil true. queen shit. Like, you really think I don't know everything? Like, yeah. She, like, evil people know everything. I did like I the know. correlation Super of Emma existing as the savior because of Regina. I thought that was interesting. Because mm-hmm. he brought that up. He was like, the only reason she exists is because of you. You know, you there needed to be a villain for there to be a savior. I thought that was, that was neat. Mm -hmm. So, all right. So we kind of have almost a rehash, although it's very different from the pilot, which I thought was freaking awesome. So we're at a ceremony in the same sort of like great hall in which we saw the, um, what, what was it that they were celebrating? Was it, was it, it wasn't their wedding, right? No. It was, uh, no, 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 no! I'm saying in the, in the pilot when they were in that hall, when it was oh, their like wedding. The wedding oh, it was wedding. like their official yeah. wedding. Mm-hmm. Like a second, uh-huh. like a, a mm-hmm. traditional ceremony yeah. type thing with the white feather dress. Okay. Yes. Mm-hmm. Because they had a, they had gotten correct with Lancelot already, but it was probably like a yeah. It was probably like a. Let's just get married in front of all the people yeah. type thing. So this time around, though, there this is Harry Harry's. This is Henry's. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, there wasn't a, a Henry. Well, I mean, there is a Henry in this realm, but there wouldn't be a reason for his name to be Henry. So oh, it could have been too funny. Harry instead. <laughs> it is. So oh yeah, why weird his name is that Henry? Neil is alive. Why they liked the name. <laughs> that is weird. Like why? Why did how how did Neil have Henry? Like if Rumple is in the cell and Rumple and Neil were two hundred years ago. Well, no, it, it makes sense. Like, how? Sort of. No, it really doesn't, because he would have been like. He would have been like. Plus no, he would have been in yeah, in New York. In real in world real land, world land, the land oh, without yeah, magic. That's true. But yeah, like, it's possible to... that he came, he's found a way I, back. Yeah. I mean, in this, the logic yeah. in this realm. Like, it, it really has to be hashtag when it comes reasons. To magic. Alternate, when it comes to alternate universes, they do a lot, they brush over a lot of things that don't make sense. Like I was about to say, um, I guess Emma really hates her brother because... He baby Neil was not there at all, or a grown Neil was not there at all. So, mm-hmm. in case you guys didn't notice that, uh, so. yeah. yeah, I, I was, yeah. So you like, don't, they don't have him another in most child. episodes anyway. Yeah, so but it's fine it, if he's not but, there. Well, no, no, that's no, it's not fine. That's the thing. It's canon that she, they have. She has another brother. So in her idealized world, she doesn't have a brother, and it should be noted that he's also a product of true love. So he should be like. Savior 2.0, but we don't but spend time on that. But that's Storybrooke. Oh, it's possible in this realm they just didn't have another child. Well, no, that's what I'm saying. It's like it's there's a lot of things that don't make sense in the 
in there. So, and I'll talk about other things after we finish. Oh, okay. So well, there we go. So, it is Henry's ascension to knighthood, and uh, it, it's very much in the same vein as the pilot with Snow and Charming's wedding in the Enchanted Forest uh, right before the curse is enacted. And, uh, you know, it's very sweet. Like, there's this, like, really tender moment that was, like, half a second. But after Henry, like, walks in, you see Regina as dressed up as the evil queen. Like, looking like a very loving, proud mama at her son, you know, becoming a knight. And, uh, you know, we get into the ceremony and everything. And everything is going all wonderful and nice and all nighty and stuff and then uh, the evil queen shows up when it's really regina storming the castle and uh, it, it was very cool it was very much like the pilot where it's kind of like she's gliding on the ground which i always thought was like a neat type of thing that they never really show uh regina or the evil queen doing anywhere else maybe the the floor was extra slip, slippy slidey type of thing i don't know and um she tosses guards away and, and all this kind of stuff and she's trying to rouse up a hero in emma like she freezes her parents and all this kind of stuff and she goes into this like really long monologue and emma's not getting it and so she goes into like an extra long monologue, like hero, hero, you need to be a hero, hero, stop me, hero, stop me, hero, hero, savior, and all this kind of stuff. But Emma's still not getting it. And Emma's like, please don't kill my parents, please, they're nice people and we're nice people and you're, you're probably nice too deep down inside, please don't kill my parents. And Regina's like, oh my gosh, like she's really not getting it, <laughs> like what the hell? And... It's nice to know that if you have no hardships, you never have to, like, get adopted or have to steal popcorn for your life. You end up being a total lightweight and not being able to fucking, like, stick up for yourself or your family and beg for their life. Like, damn it. I was so, like, Emma, stop being this little, like, daisy. Be be, be a badass. What the hell? What's going on here? I, I felt the exact same way that the evil queen did, like, just shake her out of this because she's real boring right now yes so she's trying her best to like rouse up the hero in emma but obviously she gets to the point where she's like what the hell and so she just poofs away uh, the uh king and queen charming and herself and and then there's a moment though where i think we all felt like emma is being reborn into her old self again because Henry's like, oh, what are we going to do, Mom? And Emma's like, I know exactly what we're going to do. And exactly what she did, well, we catch up to Regina and uh, King and Queen Charming, King and Queen Old Charming, at the um, the the Dark Palace. And, uh, you know, King and Queen Charming are like, you know, Emma's going to save us, and she's a hero, and she's going to rescue us. And Regina's like, I hope that she does do that. And so here comes Emma with her steely resolve, and she gives Regina the keys to the kingdom. And Regina's like, what the hell am I supposed to do with this? And she throws the keys to the ground. She's like, I don't want this. <laughs> the best 
And, uh, and Regina's like, you're supposed to fight me. You're supposed to fight me. Emma, be the hero you are. Be the savior that you are. And all this kind of stuff. And, um, she's like, I'm sorry, but this might be the only way that, that this will happen. And she pulls out uh, Snow and Charming's hearts. And she starts squeezing them. And she's like, I'm, you know, you need to fight me. The only way I'm going to stop squeezing their hearts is if you fight me. And Emma starts crying. And she starts crying even more. And all this kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, she ends up crushing both of... Uh, old snow and old charming's hearts and it makes emma cry even more and then all of a sudden henry appears like well i will stop you and he's like you know after what you've done you know i'm gonna kill you and uh, regina is is like you know come on emma you know what's going on and all this kind of stuff and so henry ends up throwing his sword to regina and, and, well, Regina, I should say before that, she refuses to attack Henry. She's like, I can't attack you. You know, I'm not going to fight you. And um, Henry throws the sword at her. And then all of a sudden, Emma suddenly freezes Sir Henry and the sword midair. And then she says that she remembers her true life as a savior. She's like, you know, watching you not be able to kill Henry. And, and um, you know remembering that you know this is the last thing that she would ever want henry to become you know snapped me out of it and uh, and all this kind of stuff and so she takes the sword that's midair because it's the sword that that will kill the savior and uh, the two women meet up with rumple by the lake and he gives them a magic bean and all this kind of stuff and uh, it's funny like right before he arrived um Regina confesses to Emma, you know, I had to free Rumple. Like, he's going to save us. And uh, she's like, what the hell? You know, he could be raising villages and stuff. And so Rumple, before he leaves, he's like, I guess I got to go raise fake villages and stuff. And so he poofs away. And so they have this bean, and they toss it into the ground, and it opens up a portal. And so all they got to do is think about Storybrooke and jump in, and they'll be back. But... Before they can leave, they're being held at Arrow Point by Robin Hood, and he wants to rob them. And Regina becomes transfixed by his presence. And Emma's like, hello, you said he was fake, 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 Robin fake, and fake Enchanted Forest, fake Rumple, raising fake villages, fake, 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 fake. But Regina is like mesmerized by Robin and the portal closes, leaving both Emma and Regina trapped in the wish realm. Boom, 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 Okay, everybody. I know y'all have a lot of things to say. So say what you want to say and let the words fall out. Let the words fall yes. out? Yes. So let's yeah. talk about this. Robin <laughs> fucked shit up. <laughs> so. 
Man, I thought we got rid of the man purse. I thought we like put him on sale at the garage sale, and someone took him, namely Hades. Like we we exchanged him for a crystal. Yes, like, although this is Robin Hood. This isn't Robin and Storybrooke. So this one's like the better version of Robin Hood, maybe. He looks different too. Like he he got he has like darker hair and like a different outfit and than the one we saw him at. And I'm hoping this means that we actually see some use to him. Like, he he isn't just, I don't know. Watch will be way more useful now that he's dead than when he was alive. How? Isn't, that, isn't that the story of, like, every character that dies and suddenly everyone cares about him? <laughs> well, not me, but... <laughs> the, I, I wonder if they're going to be like, so... You died in this other universe. Want to come? <laughs> how, how are you going to bring him back? Regina, why did you just kind of stay there and stare at him? Like, you you had to go. Like, you, you, this son that's here is not your son. He threw a blade at you. Nobody here wants you. Why are you just there staring at this guy who doesn't know you from Jack? Like, what? Ah, <sighs> Charming's wish came to fuck us over because Regina got what she she deserved. Robin. Mm-hmm. <gasps> oh. Do you think? Did you not connect that? Okay. Well, I didn't really think about that until right now because they are one person. So, so when one gets what they deserve, the other one does too. Okay. Yeah. So. That's but the this wish. is not what we deserved as an audience. We did not deserve this. I didn't pick up on that, so thank you, ladies. Mm-hmm. This is the Christmas gift nobody wanted. Can we return it? I wanted it. it. I wanted it just well, Regina it. wanted it, that, so uh, if she right. wanted it, I'll be happy for her. <sighs> I mean, I think what it was to... Have they ever, like, specifically said that you need to carry the bean and, like, while you're carrying it, think of where you want to go or you throw it and think about where you want to go and then you jump in it? Because if if they distracted Regina and both and her, both her and Emma weren't thinking of the same place, they could have gone, like, somewhere weird. So, yeah, that's how I took it anyway. But, yeah, I think it is Charming's wish that fucked everyone over because I think... Oh, my gosh, Charming. In, Why'd you have to do that? In the beginning... <laughs> In the beginning of the episode that uh, when Regina goes to outsmart the evil queen, she says both of the things we want it or we're both in control of the same stuff. Like I get hurt, you get hurt, you know, this type of thing. So here, if Charming was saying something, I know he specifically said evil queen, but evil queen is a part of Regina. Mm-hmm. That's the mm-hmm. whole point of this arc. So mm-hmm. that means the evil part is getting what she deserves and the happy or the Regina we know is getting what she wants, although it's in a different way, because mm-hmm. the real way would have been they come back and Robin is back to life. But of course, they're not bringing the actor back. He's just having a small arc. I thought he was going to come back and be like a spirit or that they were going to like some have the real Robin that she fell in love with and have him help her come to terms with accepting the evil queen as a part of her. I didn't expect some random ass alternate universe Robin to be the one to heal her. It feels Do you really, think that it, doesn't it feel really is organic. just a small arc? Like, yeah. I don't well, think that's what they they've that. said, that it's a small arc. He's right. only going to be in... They keep reiterating it. 
I think it's to like not have like people hope that they're going to like get married and have babies and that kind of stuff. Oh, also, also that's not the Robin we know. It's just some random guy. And if anything, if this uh, alternate universe taught us anything, it's that it's not it's not the place we've come to know. Which is why it was all wrong from the beginning. Especially, especially knowing that snowing and charming being these heroes raised such a pussy of a daughter there's no way in any world that i would believe that snow and charming would raise their daughter to be so there you go i think he's probably gonna help her um come to like it's gonna be closure for regina over robin's death and if anything he might be the person that brings regina and zelina back together as as sisters maybe oh gross i'm 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 done with that well i'm done with their drama i'd rather see them happy than like going back and forth of like okay move in with me but no i hate you now and i blame you and all this kind of stuff emma i hope you use your like might in this realm to like somehow find a way back because it for some reason, it was really weird to me that they're like, this is a stick-up, ladies. Hand me all your jewelry. Throw the jewelry and fucking go down the the thing. It's not like you're going to get to keep the jewelry in the other world. Just just do it. Yeah. Nobody cares. It's because Regina was distraught. Yeah. She never thought she would see the love of her life again. I mean, you can't tell me that when you have, like, a lot of, like, tension or something with someone, then they come to, into your life at the most randomest time that you're not going to be mess mesmerized by them like it's perfectly understandable but it was just so poorly timed that it just sucks and you're annoyed because i was annoyed too because there's a lot of people like well why didn't emma just grab her and then they jump in together you know there were so many possibilities of that but it was meant yeah it was still weird though because like wouldn't you think if robin had sees like the dark one with these two ladies like maybe i shouldn't mess with them at this moment he was by himself too yeah you didn't see his merry men oh. with him, so it's like it's, uh, yeah. it's, it's weird. It's all weird. Because it was supposed well, to be like a coincidence, fate type of thing, out. I guess. He poofed away. He poofed away. Bumble had yeah. poofed out, but Regina is still recognized by everyone as the evil queen. So why isn't he like quivering in his boots over this? Like, I, I don't know. Well, he didn't. I don't think he recognized her as the evil queen when they met, when they returned to the Enchanted Forest. So maybe. No, he's, he said, like, you're the evil queen, and then she said, he smells like forest. So oh, okay. Like, hey, I, I can't remember. It's been so long. I remember the forest part. I, I don't know. I just... Maybe he wasn't in that realm when she was... Because, like, at this point, Regina hadn't been reigning for, like, 28 years. Oh, yeah, she had not been queen for 28 years. So, it's possible that he wasn't in that realm while she was reigning. Yeah. And didn't know what she looked like. I'm just apathetic about this storyline. Like, that's where I said at the beginning of this episode that we're talking about that I was I was all for it. I loved the alternate universe, except for that ending with Robin. I was like, God damn it. I didn't want him back this way. I wanted him back as kind of like, I don't know, a spirit animal guiding Regina to, like, realize <laughs> that she's supposed to be with, like, the queen that they both together are one or to teach them like who 
is like the evil changeling. Like I was expecting something like that, or at the at the least him coming back and be like, "No, boo, I'm in heaven. It's okay. You can move on." Mm-hmm. Like something yeah, like that. Yeah, or a that. dream, a dream world, not an alternate universe, but a dream world where we get to be with the Robin we've grown to, we've we've loved and grow like. Well, I can't think of the f- freaking word that we've um, gotten been used with. to. Yeah, like we grew with their relationship as well through the hard times and through the soap drama stuff. You know, like it's it's been bad, but it's been good. Like their relationship has been fine without side stuff interfering. But this feels like a cop out. Like we're getting a Robin Hood that's kind of supposed to be like him, but it's not him. So I don't know why this is like cathartic for her. You know, because I'm pretty sure the writers are thinking that this is going to be closure for her in getting over his death and accepting herself. But why is it with fake Robin and not real Robin? Yeah, he's a stranger. He's not your Robin. Just like you can love Henry, but he's not your Henry. He doesn't recognize you as a son. He never will because you you didn't raise him in this one. Like, I don't know. It feels sad. I feel like we got robbed, guys. That's that's exactly what I feel. Also, it's fucking weird that she killed David and and, and Snow, and that no, it's okay, they're fake people. But somehow, like Robin <laughs> not being fake is like it's is fake okay. as she wants it to be. Oh gosh, <laughs> I don't. I well, because I don't know. I mean, she's seeing someone who she hasn't seen in a long time, and I I, I get no, why no. she got the feels. Yeah, no, see that mm-hmm. is completely justifiable. Like we know we're in a land that doesn't make sense, but that doesn't that doesn't hinder the fact that you're seeing the person you loved, even though it's not really him, but you're seeing him like the twin of him, it right in front of you, alive and well. That is that will just like fuck yeah. you up. It would have fucked me up because I saw it too, and I was like, mm-hmm. oh, and then I was like, wait, oh, and then oh, and then oh. Like, you know, I was stuck with her, <laughs> and then, then no. oh. <laughs> when she was staring at him and I can't help but also feel feel something because her face when they zoomed in on her reaction of looking at him I felt everything even if it wasn't for Mm -hmm. him specifically I felt everything for her so it's gonna be interesting but I'm unhappy with what they're doing but I guess we have to wait and see yeah I mean, all they really need to do is find another magic bean. So if, if push comes to shove, just go to Rumple and be like, let's make another deal. And uh, I wouldn't you know. be surprised if Robin has one because he steals from everybody. I wouldn't mm-hmm. be surprised if he has one on him. Yeah, and like, oh, later on they'll if, be like, man, I wish I had a magic bean. And you're like, why didn't you say so? <laughs> oh, Katie's read Robin the script already. Get Will Scarlet back. <laughs> No, I'm just saying if we get if we have Robin back, can we get Will Scarlet back? Like, oh my gosh, please. please! I don't trust the writers with Will Scarlet on this show. Just, <laughs> just well, you know what? At the time when he came out, and he was dating Belle. I was still pro Rumble or Rumble Rumble. I always want to say different things. I was pro Rumble. Rumble. Sorry. And I was like, Will Scarlet, what are you doing there? What the fuck? You're with the you're with the uh, the Red Queen, why are you with Belle? This doesn't make any sense. But now if it's canon that him and the Red Queen aren't together, then put him with Belle. I don't give a fuck. She, he's like a hundred <laughs> times better than Rumpel, like, ever. 
So, you know. I want her with another beast. Like, I want them to somehow, like. Why do you want her to go to... through so much pain, Priscilla? No, like, I want, I, I want someone who seems to be, like, under a curse. But then, like, she breaks it. And that's, like, the beast. Like, I want somebody else. Like, some other reason for somebody else to be a quote-unquote quote beast but not be a total like dick or like uh, <laughs> emotional abuser what like this guy is what like, way though like i don't like just a replacement somebody that's under a curse <laughs> under, under an enchantment that like she breaks yes there zelina because he was ugly for a little bit like that sort of shit like yeah wicked librarian I don't care. just like Witcher. oh my gosh is it green <laughs> library i don't know what that is like Green Bell. Oh, Green uh, Bell. They're happy. Uh, no. Just Let's anyone be else, please. Maybe uh, Bell just shouldn't be with anybody for a long time. She can mm-hmm. check up with Blue. Well, maybe age her child back down. Maybe she should be with her be son for a little bit because that guy looks like. That oh wait! Guy. Shout out to uh, the fairies who apparently can help you recover from a pregnancy with magic. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah, that'd be nice to have here. Yeah, that's yeah, nice. I want one. <laughs> I thought that was really I'm awesome. Just... Also, like they lost your son, and none of them could think to send you a text message or call you. Like, oh, by the way, he's... well, uh, their their <laughs> mother superior kind of that, was, you know, hurt. So you gotta yeah. take care of your I, own I, first. I don't like the fact that Rumple looking for his son is the reason why we know he's in trouble. That's kind of sucky, that him stalking his son is the way we found out that something was wrong. Kinda yes. Like, that kind of seemed kind of cheesy, that something that he wasn't supposed to be doing and should have left alone is the reason why we know he's in trouble. But uh, but either way, the reason he's in trouble is because of Rumple himself. So. Well, there you go. True. <laughs> so, everybody, it's time for the MVP. The most valuable player, the character that impressed you the most, and why? Yawn of the rules. So, who will go first? Hmm. Let's go with Priscilla. Yay! Oh, so glad, because mine was lined up from the get-go. Oh, Regina. Dang it, I know. Ah, oh, dang it. Holy crap. <laughs> curse you. That? <gasps> no, there oh, has been no dark I curse, know. Katie. <laughs> Have you been paying attention to the show we're watching? <laughs> yes. Oh my god, like, I don't need my prince to come if I get Regina to come save me. Like, she's so cool. Like, and I, like, I got to see her come back with, like, the evil side ponytail. But still, like, kind of self-sacrifice because she would never, like, harm Henry, even though he doesn't recognize her. And her coming to save Emma, even though, like, everybody hates her. Her willing to, like, fight the evil queen. Like, all of this, like, Regina, you've grown so much. Just accept your hatred, like, and, and accept her and you'll be the perfect character. So, Regina, hands down. Brittany. Mm. I want to take all of you, all of your um, choices, because I feel like that's exactly what my list is. But um, 
I'm actually going to go with David <gasps> because Dang the reason it. <laughs> I knew it. <laughs> I knew it. I knew I was going to pick somebody's, but um the reason why he's my MVP is half because he really stepped it up this episode. I feel like he let Snow he he shouldn't keep secrets from Snow, which he's been doing, but he kept her safe, you know, like sleep here and I'm going to get our daughter back. You know, he's all dad mode. But also, he's a dumbass <laughs> with, his, oh with his wording. So I, I feel like he's the most valuable person as a father, but also as a dummy. So I feel like David like just went crazy this episode with his wishes, although well-intended, not worded correctly. So he surprised me in how bad <laughs> things turned out. He, he he was his own like backfire at the end there he's like i don't know wishes have been going kind of bad and i'm like bro you have no idea you so. are spectacular at failing yeah <laughs> exactly david failed so hard and we always wondered when he's gonna get his own arc or own story or why they don't use him more this is why this is why they don't i love charming i love him he's adorable but he fucked up his <laughs> with good yeah. intention. Well, it's because Snow is the brains, he is the brawn. I don't know. Well, that, that's true. You know what? That, that is so true. Because when they put... What was it? When they were in Camelot and they put Snow in charge of... Uh, what was it? Um, of Zelina and Zelina breaks free like nothing. <laughs> so, yeah. They, they, they work better as a team than individually. So, yeah. But I love David. I think he did what he could, but he messed up. <gasps> But that's what makes him valuable, because we get to make fun of him. There you go. So I'm going to go next, and I pick... Oh, my gosh. And I know I'm so taking it. And I, and I <laughs> do not apologize. Oh, my gosh. I pick Emma. Oh, my gosh. Three <laughs> yeah. of my top I choices. I knew it. <laughs> but there really aren't there any oh other choices gosh. that are really good. But I'm going to give it to Emma because oh. I'm going to give props to Jennifer Morrison. Because she played Tra-La-La, Emma, like, really good. Like, I was believing it. Like, Emma as, as a weakling, which is is surprising to see because we've never seen Emma like that. Now, I'm going to say I thought, like, the swaying in, in the forest while she was singing was a bit much. That was, like, cheesy-licious. Like, almost as bad as, like... Henry standing up on a fountain in New York and be like, everybody wish, wish for my family, and that kind of thing. It, You'd never forget I don't. That. <laughs> I will never forgive um, or forget. But um, So that was a little cheesy, her swaying. But other than that, like I, I thought it was a really strong performance from Jennifer Morrison and uh, seeing like the two different sides of Emma, like Emma the fighter and Emma the weakling was very interesting to see. And the juxtaposition was, was fascinating because we're not used to that kind of Emma. So uh, kudos to Emma in this episode. And Katie, I apologize, but you have to go next. Oh he's my lying. Gosh. He's lying. He doesn't apologize. No. In this uh, wish reality, I, I do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was going to go with Regina, and then I was going to go with Charming, and then I was going to go with Emma. So thank you all very much. You're welcome. <laughs> uh, I. Who do I want to go with? Who's the most random? Granny! <laughs> she looked pretty at the wedding. <laughs> I. Gideon. Yes. Aladdin. <laughs> I'm actually I'm gonna oh, right. go with Hook. He ha did not have like 
many scenes, but the one scene that he was in, well, first of all, normally he would be going crazy because Emma was gone and he wanted to help her and all that, but really he knew that Regina had it and she would get her safely, so that's, you know, character growth, that he knows that Regina would get her back to safe safety um, safely. Ooh. And... <laughs> And then I loved that scene with Charming and Hook where he goes, he says something about, you know, how our mistakes don't make us who we are or something like that. Or don't change who we are or whatever, something like that. Oh my gosh, Um, that's foreshadowing for when he finds out that he killed his father. I know. I know, man. It's coming. (laughs) It's all your fault, Katie. If we didn't see it... And like you all are right, like he's he's gonna be the one that has killed the dad. Yeah, mm. um, yeah. <laughs> kill me. I'm not uh. looking forward to that. <laughs> yes, it's funny. Like we've but... been really wrong with predicting some stuff this season because they haven't been going the usual route. But I have a f- feeling that that's 100. percent Especially mm-hmm. if they're giving us some, such good moments between the two of them. Yeah, uh, something's got to wreck it. Yeah. So look forward to that, fam. <laughs> but um, yeah, I just I liked the few scenes that he was in a lot. So there you go. Aww, that was cute. <laughs> so look, he's my favorite because he looked because he looked good in the. I mean, yeah. Let's be honest. <laughs> I, let's be honest. I would choose him as MVP every. Episode. I thought. I thought <laughs> maybe I should have chosen Evil Queen. Because she was on my list, Aww. I was gonna choose She was her. pretty great too. Not she was. Lie. I think. I think her first plan was really well done. She got Regina mm-hmm. and and uh, and Emma like out of the picture for the entirety of the episode. So I thought mm-hmm. that was well done. Can I MVP the costume designers of the show? Because oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yes. yep. Like Emma's maybe. hair was amazing. I. It oh makes my me gosh. So, it makes me so sad that all she does is put it in a ponytail. Uh, I, I just mm-hmm. wish they would do more with her hair. She has so much of it. She should do more. I know. Like, it looks so gorgeous. Princess Emma with that red lip. Like, I, I haven't seen that since when she had that dance with her father in the in his dream. Like, <sighs> or the red dress. And now to see her, like, as full on, like, Princess Emma. Like, like oh, yeah. Aesthetically. Disney princess. Yeah. Disney princess Emma. Yeah. Even yeah. the old. The old people's makeup that they had with, like, with, with the charming. Wait! Why the good. hell is Granny alive? <laughs> oh, that's true. Sorry, yeah, Granny, I love you, like but a... why are you still alive? She's she's part werewolf, so they, you know. Oh, they live longer. Age, they live really long. Yes, like dog years. <laughs> she, exactly. she only ages every Come eight on, years, maybe, or whatever yeah. it is. She, she had some sass in her too when she snapped her fingers and the doors opened like damn granny <laughs> she's the best man yes love you granny all right let's rate the episode from one to ten apples and if you deem the episode worthy of more than ten apples you may grant it the golden apple and uh we'll go in the same order so we'll start off with uh priscilla I hate to say it. I'm sorry, guys. I'm going to give this my golden apple. Like, 
Oh, even wow, with snap. like the Brittany didn't dark in your heart. Like... <laughs> and she tried. Oh my god, like so good. Like I haven't felt like oh my god, super excited. The twist, the turns, what will this lead to? Like for a long time, even with the Robin shit, where I'm just like, why are you back? But why are you back? What are you here for? What's going to happen? Hmm. Like, I mm-hmm. I leave with questions that I want answered. And I'm not, like, that preview, that preview with the goddamn ring. Like, oh, oh my God. Like, I'm crying. So, golden. Golden on the way. Yes, Brittany, there's sex on the way. <laughs> if you like it, then you gotta put a ring on it. Our predictions were spot on. I was saying that, that they were gonna definitely be, like, a marriage or an engagement this season. So, there's one thing we I got right. Yes. But, Brittany, um, how many apples? A bushel? I... What? How much? No, a bushel is, like, a lot. It's more than ten. Oh, it's a yeah, lot. A lot. <laughs> okay, well then, no. Um, I I give this episode an 8 out of 10. I thought it was a really good once upon a time episode. It was really just, it was good. It was good. A lot of good things happened. A lot of cool things happened. The costumes were on point. The character development was great. The twists and the deals were really well done. But as a mid-season finale, it fell short for me. It didn't... It, if you compare this to last year's, like, I didn't feel all the emotion, like, sad, happy, you know, I, I just felt kind of, like, excited, but that was it. So, it didn't give me that emotional satisfaction, so 8 out of 10. Okay. Well, I'm on the hype train with one of you, and I've got my golden ticket. Oh, what's so that? So that means I'm with Priscilla. Sorry, Brittany. <laughs> but I give it a golden apple. I loved it. I had fun. It was an adventure. Um, the evil queen stuff. I mean, even though we had known who the hooded dude was, I, I mean, I'm fine with that. Even the the rumbell happiness kind of made me a little bit happy. At least, you know, they're, they're working together. Uh, Granny, Blue, the Dark Fairy is back, uh, alternate reality, uh, old snow, old charming, uh, uh, hearts getting crushed, the evil queen, juicy rumple, woo, and all that kind of stuff. So, uh, golden apple from me, Katie. Guess what? I'm gonna get Peer a pressure. golden apple too. So, golden apple woo! from me. Yay! I really liked it. I liked the alternative universe, alternative, alternate universe. <laughs> um, I thought Emma's characterization made complete sense within the boundaries of the wish and being cursed in a sense um i just read the wish what the wish realm oh my gosh the wish realm was really yes. cool i enjoyed it um i thought the twist with robin at the end was really cool um i loved i mean I, we knew that gideon was the figure but i thought it was cool that he came back in the way that he did and there's just there's a lot of really good scenes, and I enjoyed it. I just wish we had seen more of the alternate universe, though it appears we will be seeing more later. So there's more to come, which is exciting. So, golden apple for me. 
Very nice. And shout out to the moment when the Evil Queen was tossed to the ground, because that was yes. spectacular. Thank the Lord. <laughs> yes. So, Katie, it's yeah. time for you to look inside your crystal balls. <laughs> yes, it is. To tease us with things yet to come in the next half of the season of Once Upon a Time. Yes, it's time to get a little spoilery. Let's dive into some spoilers for upcoming episodes of Once Upon a Time. This is an official spoiler alert. Spoiler alert. So for all the spoilers that are going to be coming out these next few months, because guess what? We have to wait until March. They lied to us. Ugh, we had to wait until March, so... Well, I don't think they technically lied. Well, they said it's not they... going to be as long of a break this time. Well, it's a well I guess now. they did say that, but but I think a lot of people are also confusing with them saying that it wouldn't be two arcs, that it would be a continuous well, arc. Yes. And so a lot of people are thinking, oh, that means that there's going to be episodes in January. Well, no, oh, that's no. not necessarily the case. And plus, February is already kind of a screwed-up month anyway because <laughs> of the Oscars the Grammys, and uh, the Super Bowl. Does so it, it, it makes the most sense. For it typically it to comes back later in March, right? No, I think it's really? come back in early March. Yeah. Okay. I, I think it's usually like March. the first Sunday in March. Yeah, because they do have more episodes this time to get through. They have 12 rather than 11. They do. So I would so. not be surprised if the at least the season finale will be a two-hour one again. Probably. Yeah. So anyways, so for all the spoilers that will be coming out in the next three months, you can check out our official Facebook like page by visiting facebook.com forward slash Storybook Weekly Mirror. And you can visit my site at storybookmirror.tumblr.com. So we had some fun stuff come out, like a title for the 13th episode, or sorry, the 14th episode. So the 14th episode will be titled Page 23. And if you remember, that is the page... Um, what, what what was it specifically? It was the page... It showed uh, Regina and Robin meeting in the Meeting, bar. that's right. Yeah, so that's the page 23. As ever, a lot of Outlaw Queen fans have always been curious about what that is. So, uh, looks like we will finally be getting to find out yes. more about it. And that will be and... Robin's final episode, probably. Yes. <laughs> so... It was also, uh, just so you know, it was written by David H. Goodman and Bridget Hales. This is Bridget Hales' second co-written episode. Um, she posts a lot of great things on Twitter, so I always enjoy when she does an episode. So, um, let's see. We do have a lot of news. So, someone asked, what is... Uh, this was an article done by Yahoo. It was just before the mid-season premiere. So someone asked, what about the theme for the second half of the season? What's that going to be? So they said, the themes of the back half of the season are a continuation of what we started in the first half of the season, which are, we are still exploring what it means to be a savior, what the weight of this job has done to Emma, and what that's going to mean for her going forward. And they'll also be continuing to explore the idea of happy endings and what they are and are they possible. So that's kind of the themes of the second half of the season. Someone asked, or some, or they, Adam and Eddie said, told Captain Swan fans to look out for Captain Swan to embark on an epic adventure filled with romance, danger, and passion in the second half of the season. So Ooh, that means uh, an engagement ring and well, sex. Y you know, 
Possibly. Because <laughs> we did, I mean, that was the really cool part of the promo, that the last shot was an engagement ring. There better be engagement sex. Engagement sex. Oh my gosh. It's freaking Robin and Regina. I will rage. Oh my god. No. no it, it's it going to be, be Rumpel and, uh, and Belle. Oh, you know, like, they already got married. Fuck off. Like, no, but it's like, you know, let's get remarried. No. Anyways. <laughs> so I'm hoping that they get engaged. Uh, but it has to be from one of the... Well, I guess it doesn't have to be. Because it could have just been a stand-in shooting it. But I would think it would be from the next three episodes. Because they'd only shot up to the 13th episode by the time the promo came out. So Well, technically, he could have bought the ring in one of the episodes. And then he shows it to like Charming when they have their it's bromance true. episode. <laughs> And then right before he finds Charming out, finds yeah. out that he killed his father, and then he's like, you will never marry my daughter. Dang, if, it, if that happens, Ooh. man. That, right. that, then we're just going to have why you got to be so rude playing in the background. Yes. Yeah. It was the one time. Th- I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to kill your father. Uh, I just man. wanted his rum. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Okay. So no hard- Feelings, your dad was a dick anyway. He abandoned so, you guys. It's all good. I yeah, I helped you guys out. <laughs> um, so someone asked, what about Emma's grim fate? Um, they said, Emma is fated to die, and that is the destiny that we learned all saviors face. That is going to be coming to a head. It is going to resonate in the finale, and it will definitely come to a head in the next half of the season when we return. Um, uh, we- if Emma kills Gideon, I hope not, man. That would suck. I hope so. That would be oh my God. no. What I'm saying, it would be more drama because, like, be- you think Belle is gonna to like-, like a child, and then Belle gets to raise him. Well, in that preview, they're like, Belle, is your son out to kill Emma? And she's like, Yes. No <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. right. <laughs> so if you add to this drama, here. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Um, okay. Someone, I mean, as we've kind of surmised, we have not seen The Last of the Black Fairy. Her journey has just begun, so we'll be seeing a lot more of her in the second half of the season. And we will be seeing more of her realm and why she does what she does, which I'm super excited about. Um, I really liked her character, and I was kind of upset we didn't get to see a lot of her, so I'm glad that she is, her story is not done yet. Yeah, I just hope they don't give her the horrible excuse of, like, they've given a lot of our characters, <laughs> she had a horrible mother, or she had a horrible father, and that's why she does what she does. I hope that <laughs> Just do make like her be evil. With, I like what they do with Pan, and I hope they do it with her. Why are you evil? Because I want to. Because I want power. Be. Like, mm-hmm. I want that. Yeah. Ever be yeah, we need more characters like Pan, like Corella, who are just evil just to just to be evil. Mm-hmm. Which is yeah, I mean it's cool to like humanize. I guess you can say the villains, which once does a good job at, but there's nothing like a a character that's evil just because they want to be evil. Like that just put, adds this whole other level of craziness to them, which is crazy. Which is crazy. <laughs> um. So, it appears 
that we have not ended our travels in Agarbrow just yet, so we can look to explore more of Jasmine and Aladdin's past in the second half of the season, um, which I assume means more Jafar. So um, look forward to that. Um, regarding Gideon being under the hood, they have said it wasn't this. It wasn't a decision like, who are we going to put under the hood? It was about designing the season to reach that point because they had already known that he was going to be under the hood from the beginning. Um, There's more to the reveal than everything you see in the winter finale. It's a story that is only just beginning and becomes an important part of the second half of the season. His story of just why he wants to kill the savior is a launching point for the second half of the season. So I guess we'll get more of that later. So, just an interesting tidbit on the Wish Realm. Um, Here's what they said about it. It's the Wish Realm. It's the realm that was created by the Wish, so it's an actual place that exists now. The Wish has created it, so it's not an alternate realm in the sense that it's just imaginary, not real. Regardless of, you know, what Regina has said. (laughs) This place actually now exists and is real. She straight up murdered two people. Well, she didn't. I don't think she knew that. I kind of feel like she thinks it's fake. But because the wish made it, like, it is now real. It's not like a fantasy. It's it's like a real world. Mm -hmm. Which leads me to think that I have the feeling that Wish Realm Rumple will be heading to Storybrooke at one point. Yeah. Oh. I kind of... It would be interesting. I love Wishbone Rumple, though. He's so... He's like Pilot Rumple. Uh, exactly, yeah. but he's had 28 years to gestate. Yeah. So, I guess we'll okay. know. It would right. be interesting. Yeah. It would be interesting to see him. I could see him book. coming over. <laughs> I-, I could, especially with him knowing the name. Mm-hmm. And, like, now he knows that it exists. And, mm-hmm. like, he was very sort of, like, emphasizing, oh, well, this is fake. This is fake. Like... Mm-hmm. I have a feeling he's going to invade Storybrooke at some point. There you go. <laughs> Can you imagine Gold versus Rumple? Oh my gosh. Rumpel this like, might be the way the he redeems himself by killing his wish self. <laughs> oh, craziness. I, I, it would be interesting to bring him back. I guess we'll find out what happens. But kind of along the same lines, someone asked... Might some of these other characters also be aged up like Snow and Charming? And this was this was before the the episode premiered. So Adam said, "There's different changes for different characters for different reasons, and that's the beauty of the Wish Realm. There's a logic to Wish that isn't necessarily the same as the real world, but it's consistent within its own Wish logic rules, and it's allowed us to have a lot of fun with these characters and play off what we've done for the last six seasons or so and do new spins on them." Um, so kind of in that same vein, um, someone asked regarding the return of Robin Hood, this is what they had to say. This was a story that we've been excited about for a while. We love Sean and we thought that this is a fun way to continue to tell the story of Robin Hood, but from a slightly different angle because this character that we're meeting isn't the same Robin Hood who we know, but because he also is a sort of version of that Robin Hood, it clearly has a deep impact on Regina. In the spring premiere, you'll see that that becomes a huge part of her story and, in effect, Emma and everyone else as well. I don't think we want to say too much about what happens, but it certainly allows us to explore the wounds that Regina has in regards to Robin, and it allows us to also explore this sort of new character in a fun way. Um, 
Okay. I'm glad that they gave that answer about the Wish Realm, because if we think about things, Robin Hood should be older, too. Mm -hmm. Because wasn't Robin Hood stuck in the bubble because of the Dark Curse? Was he? Yeah. Because remember, he was that same age that he is now when he would have mm-hmm. met Regina in the bar. Yeah. And that was technically 28 years ago. Mm-hmm. So he would have been older. You know, yeah. if if they excused away Neil being alive somehow, yeah. like, th- they're going to the take wish realm. away a ton of shit. Yeah, it's the wish realm where anything can happen. Granny's still alive. Remember, werewolf jeans. Yes. <laughs> uh, okay, so um, Henry will be going on a hunt for Regina in the Wish Realm because, as we saw, he said that he will hunt her down for killing his grandparents. So that will be coming up. And then my personal favorite from the interview by EW regarding Captain Swan in the Wish, the wish Realm. Someone had asked, or the interviewer had asked, um, are we to assume that Emma will meet Wish Realm Hook? And here's what they had to say about that. Eddie said, What I can tell you is that is 100% my favorite moment of the spring premiere, and that's all I'll say. And it's one of my top 10 favorite moments of the series. Oh gosh, have Wish Realm. Have him be a dick and have her just be like, Why? 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 Oh God. Like, there's so many, like, different, like, iterations of it. Like, She's met him when he was like a stupid like like sailor. Like I- mm-hmm. I'm hoping that like or maybe he can be a lieutenant again. Oh god, like there's there's I'm so really many excited, man. Wish realm hook will propose to Emma. Oh my gosh. No. Oh. Yes, no. but no. Cause that'll make it fake. No. No. God. no. <laughs> we both just say no. No, I mean, it would be adorable, but he has to also propose in Storybook as well. She'll be like, "Hey, so you just proposed me in the Wish Realm, and I re- I want to make it real, so I'm gonna propose to you here." <laughs> oh, oh my gosh! If he was super jealous of himself in the as future Hook, and he was jealous of himself when mm-hmm. he was present hook like ah oh, can present hook be jealous again of wish realm hook please <laughs> please be like wait what was i like you see i should emma with anyone except neil like i'm just happy <laughs> that she's getting some wait no she's oh top, my but God. please let her get some she's almost getting some <laughs> storybrook you is know- like a the major cock block like yeah, don't be It's there. just one large chastity belt. Yep. Oh, uh, Wish Realm, you can do it because Storybrooke doesn't exist. Oh my god. Oh my gosh, could you imagine she comes back pregnant from the Wish Realm with Hook's baby? <laughs> wish Realm, Hook's baby. But it's actually the really his. Ooh, if they had a paternity test, issues. it would be his because it's him. <laughs> <laughs> And then the oh. whole thing where he, it was like in season three or something, maybe it wasn't, I can't remember what season, I think it was season three, where he tells, where Snow is like pregnant, and he says to Charming, what's the use if you can't remember the planting, or whatever. Oh my god. <laughs> it becomes true for him. 
<laughs> oh my god. This is sounding more fun. Like anyway, <laughs> oh gosh. I don't get my expectations up too high. <laughs> no, but I was also thinking of like, what if Regina like made love to Robin, and then she comes back and she's pregnant with oh Wish Realm please Robin's no more baby. These storylines, for the love of God, no more. Yeah, please. no more pregnancy storylines. We're done, like, man. I feel We're like done. it's just like, abusive at this point. <laughs> it's so- like. So bad. Like, who's the father? Who's the mother again? Very gotta have my more, more, Although for for Regina sleeping with Robin, I could totally see it happening in this wish realm as like a nail to the coffin type of thing. Like her closure. She's gonna be like, I have this thing. It's from where I'm from. It's called a condom. But if they're, they're like, gonna... I don't think y'all have it here. But if they're gonna but, do um, something, something like just that, put it on and you'll be okay, and I, I'll be okay. I can't get behind her finding closure with a Robin that's just made up. Like, I I can't get behind that. Hmm. So. Yeah. Well, she might want to get in front of that. I'm just saying. <laughs> it feels... Aww. It's the same thing. Like, everyone's saying no to the hook over here. It's the same thing with Robin, because that's not... Because he did. He's done I, so. I just want that storyline to be resolved in a smart way. Mm-hmm. Like, I, agree. I trust the writers now. Like, this, this season has ended up with, like, some pretty surprising twists. It's true. And with Once Upon a Time, like, you never really get that because you're always like, oh, this happened. The, like, this was part of our predictions. And this 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 half of the season has done pretty well with, like, twists and turns. So, I trust you, writers. Mm-hmm. Don't fuck this up. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay, so that's it for the spoilers. Um, ratings did come out. Unfortunately, it jumped down, or not, well, not jumped. It went down a tenth to an 0.9 in the ratings, which is tied for series low. Um, and it got 3.25 million viewers. So hopefully, hopefully we'll get back up there in the spring. Sounds like a plan. So on that note, once again, here's our announcer to remind you on how you can interact with us. Binge listen to your favorite Poppy Chula Radio programs by visiting poppychularadio.com slash archives. You can also download tonight's broadcast and the rest of the series through iTunes. Just search for Storybrooke Weekly Mirror and subscribe. Like us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Mirror. Follow us on Tumblr, storybrookweeklymirror.tumblr.com. Follow Poppy Chula Radio on social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, Tumblr, Twitter, and YouTube, at Poppy Chula Radio. Do you have any questions, suggestions, comments, or concerns? Email us via contact at poppychularadio.com. Help support Poppy Chula Radio financially by visiting GoFundMe dot com slash poppy chula radio are you interested in joining the poppy chula radio team as an on-air personality or blog contributor email talent at poppy thanks announcer co-host please wish the listeners a good night good night, good night. Guys. happy holidays bye everyone that was very britney of you <laughs> that is not me <laughs>
Thanks for tuning in. Download new episodes of Storybrooke Weekly Mirror every Tuesday via iTunes and the Poppy Chula Radio archives. New episodes stream via poppychularadio.com every Tuesday at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Good night. Hey, Bonani, buddy, here. Счастливого Нового Года.